much sense, you know? Yeah. It made much sense to me. 1-2-1-2, you now rocking with the No Vultures podcast. You got me, myself, Lord Rap. OG Clear's on his way. Corner Barber had an emergency, had to go get his son. We got Dirty Red in the house on the dough. And today we got a very, 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 very special guest. Now, this guy has been around for a long time. He's been rapping for a long time. I caught wind of him a couple years ago at uh, Dame Lillard's annual picnic and uh, event that he does for the community and the kids. And uh, this guy stuck out to me. And me and Sway had a conversation about this. Like, man, this dude is like in that in that cold in bracket like that's the really the conversation we had you know what i'm saying like and um <laughs> and so we went on and on and just you know ranting and raving about how dope he was and um later on i just started seeing him pop up i've been paying a little attention in man and right now got the hottest shit on the street man hands down hottest video hottest song hottest it's the hottest hook on a song. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit is crazy, man. We got Brookfield Deuce in the house, man. What's up? What's up? Man, what's happening, man? Man, man, um, man I'm so glad to have you in here, bro, man, because, um, like I said, man, I've been paying attention. And first of all, uh, let me give you the disclaimer about No Vulture. So we started this podcast because um, the, cu- the culture is being um, – you, I mean, used in a wrong kind of way. It's being used for profit. Yeah, being vulture. Vulture, not <laughs> not, not for us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, and basically, we wanted to tell our story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not just rappers, not just athletes, politicians. You know, whoever. Because I feel like uh, the hip hop culture is a whole generation. Yeah. It's not just you know what it is at the moment. It's like an entire generation. You know what I'm saying? And we and we was raised in it. So. Uh, our podcast is to uh, shed light on the talents, you know what I'm saying? And we, when we bring rappers in here, like we've run plenty of rappers who've had beef and all that, we ain't covering that. I mean, we cover it in a way of how can you come to a resolution? Right, right. We ain't bringing nobody in here because this week y'all funking. Yeah. That's that's whack, you know what I'm saying? And so that's what a lot of these other outlets do. Now, we'll hit those problems and we'll address it head on, but not in a negative light. We ain't giving no bad ideas. We don't want to see no black men dying or going to prison. Yeah, period. Sense. You know what I'm saying? So, man, how you doing, man? Chilling, chilling, man. Chilling. The numbers is up. They 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 climbing. They, they climbing. Where, where we at right now? We at eight eight nine hundred thousand? It's about I would say about eight fifteen, eight twenty. I haven't checked. I, I, it's been crazy because this is probably my twelfth directed video. Okay. I direct all my videos and I've done a few other videos for a couple other people. Okay. And um this is just like the first one to really get seen, you know? Okay. And, um, so people have been like, man, your directorial debut yeah. situation. Yeah. Like, I've been doing this shit for a long, for a long time. You know, yeah. Man, it'd be crazy when, you know, you work hard and you put yourself out there mm-hmm. and you got like friends and family mm-hmm. and people you went to school with mm-hmm. and they know you rap, but they don't really care. They don't really care. No, yeah, no, it's care. not an interest it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, you got to get popping. I always man. say this about Oakland too. Like, uh, we jock a lot of other people's music, you know, and they can be local where they from. Exactly. They don't even have to be national artists, but it's almost a competitive thing. Like everybody, even if they don't rap, yeah. they like, man, that's just deuce. Like I'm exactly. like, wow. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and I always say that we never give each other the credit, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because, and that's, I'm really doing that. You know what I'm saying? We based in the Bay area, want to mess with everybody, but started at home, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And I wanted to highlight all that stuff, but, so did you direct Field of Dreams? 
I did. You did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah I'm yeah, just yeah. going there because I yeah. want to go back in history, but I'm going there because <clears throat> even with the new video out, like, I think Feel the Dreams is my shit. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, Feel the Dreams is my brother's favorite song. It's one of my favorite songs. Okay. When, yeah. I, when I was doing the album, the original idea was for me to make a couple of records and send them to Isaiah Rashad. Okay. It I love to, Isaiah Rashad. It's supposed to be on both of those records. Okay. And... At the time, he just was busy and doing whatever he was doing with TDE. Okay. So I had two options for him. He was going to pick one or pick the other one. I okay. think for, at first the song was called um, uh, Selective Thinking. Okay. And um, like one was going to be selective, that was going to be thinking. It was going to be two songs going to sandwich them together. Oh, that's It was going to be one long, like eight-minute joint. Right. And depending on what song he picked, if he picked the first record, he was going to do a verse. Okay on the first half of the record. And if he was going to do the second record, he was going to do the hook Okay. that I was singing. So if you listen to it again, it'll kind of sound like Isaiah Rashad could be on the record. Uh, I mean, I can hear it now in my head. Yeah. But when he ended up never getting back, I just missed my deadline, so I couldn't wait no more. Okay. And then I ended up catching a blessing out of nothing. You know, like I sandwiched them together, and I'm yeah. like, damn, this sounds good like this. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I just made one regular size song instead of one large song. And I'm usually... A bit of an overthinker, okay. Kind of stuff like that, okay. I'll have a song on my album that's like seven minutes, and you will be like, "Damn, that's a long ass song, bro." And I don't actually, I don't actually trip on the um, the rules that people think are rules, okay. In regards to music, like, oh, you can't have a song that's too long, bro. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, radio only like it. I'll go fuck radio. Fuck radio. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> fuck radio. I don't care. You yeah. know what I mean? So, I'd rather vibe out to a song and feel how I feel and if the song lasts for 10 minutes the same way the Isley Brothers was doing right, then, right, then the song right, 10 minutes got right. to feel good you know so the song was going to be like 7-8 minutes and ended up being like 4 or 5 which is still a long song yes but it, like I said it felt good so man that shit is man listen man I'm going to get back to that I got because I got I got I got to go deeper and all that like, <laughs> so born and raised in Oakland born and raised in Oakland Bro- I was I I think I was probably one of the last couple of years that was legit born in Oakland at Kaiser, Oakland, before they shut down the maternity ward. I was born in 82. Okay, okay. And they shut down the maternity ward, and everybody was born in Alta Bay, Berkeley. Okay, I was born in Kaiser, too. But they was saying they was from Oakland. Yeah. But on their birth certificate, they say Alta Bay, Berkeley. (laughs) You really from Berkeley. (laughs) Hey, so, like, I got to ask you this. So when you ride past now... And you look at that, do, do, do you catch feelings? I catch feelings. Like, I was born there, my girl and my daughter. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's kind of like, damn. I mean, they tore it down. They put the new one down. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it is yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they have babies there now. Again, yeah, so yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's cool. Like yeah. Popping, yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, you born and raised, uh, you've been in Brookfield, yeah, raised in Brookfield, whole life. life. Yeah. Um, so um, how was that? Like, uh, like how was you, you, of course, an 80s baby. So how was that growing up? Like, w- like c- coming out of your young eyes, visually, what did you see and, like, what did you hear? Like, what's kind of, like, the soundtrack to your life and what are you seeing? Of course, you're seeing Dope Dylan. Yeah. You're seeing, uh, you're seeing violence, of course, which comes with the neighborhood. Yeah. It comes with drugs and, um, and poverty. So, like, young dudes walking around going to what? Elementary, uh, what elementary? Brookfield Elementary. So, damn, shit. Uh... Nah, he was he was a little younger, 
my cousin, uh, he didn't go there. Actually, uh, the Taylors that live in Brookfield is my cousin, uh, Eric and uh, Erica. So Erica a little older than you, so but she probably didn't go there with you. So you went to Brookfield Elementary. Brookfield Elementary. And uh, what was that like? Like, what was you seeing? Is it cars riding by on gold and slapping? Is y'all, you know? You know, I was set, I was really into basketball. Okay. So I wasn't like on the corner, you know, but you know, just walking around because school right around the corner from my granny house. Mm-hmm. My mom lived down the street from my granny, so we just was always on Clare Street. Okay. Brookfield is on Jones Street, it's right around the corner, literally. Right. One block. So right. we should just walk around the corner to go home. Yeah. So like the corner store on flats. Was, yeah. Um, was there and people would hang out. We see cars. Yeah. Gold ones. Yeah. We see dope dealers. Yeah. <coughs> we see, you know, chicks hopping out to go to the store the same yeah. way Booker's is now. Now, yeah. That's how the Flatlands store flat was. Though was. Yeah. yeah. Flatlands store was lit, man. Yeah. So people would just pull up, do what they had to do. They had food, they had a meat market. So it was like, all different walks of life right. in that store because right. it was really one of those things for the community. But um, now, now, so you was really in the hoop. I was too, yeah. man. And uh, I'm glad you is because I'm gonna have another good question for you about that shit. I got hit by a car in front of that store too. Oh, really? My police car. <laughs> oh, wow! Yeah. In front of the Flatlands store. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. Did y'all sue? Nah, nah, you know what's nah. crazy? We talked about that the other day. People didn't even sue and shit like that. Nah, like nah. you used just to be happy to get out the situation. My mom was sending me back and forth to the store, and um, this was like baseball season. I was playing t-ball or okay. baseball or whatever around the corner. Okay. And um, at the time, we didn't have no game or no practice in then, so okay. I was just really excited on baseball. Yeah. And the A's was playing at the time. Okay. I thought I was Ricky Henderson. Yeah, of course. So I was darting across the street, no crosswalk. Yeah. No looking both ways. Yeah. Maybe like the fourth time going to the store. So like coming back, a car whizzed by. And I let him go. Okay. And then I jumped out there, couldn't find out the car was in a high speed. Uh, the police officer uh, was catching up to him uh, and hit me. And had I been maybe a tad faster, he would have ran me smooth over. You, he thinking old school. You hear him, Red? He want to be faster. I thought he was about to say, Paulie should have been what? No, I should have had more wheels. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah, he he, he would have ran me smooth over had I been yeah. a little faster. Yeah. But I was a little slower, and my foot hit his, his, his passenger side wheel. Okay. And it spit me backwards. And I ended up hitting the ground backwards. So he, uh, he kicked me off the street. Okay. I was on my way into the street. He hit me. I went back into the, to the curb. Did he stop? Oh, yeah. He slammed on the brakes. The guy got away. Okay. The whole block was like, oh. Yeah, 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 like yeah. Helped. Like you helped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like two weeks. Two weeks. It was like, man, you man, You the man. Yeah. Man, that sounds like an episode of Everybody Hate Chris yeah. or some shit. Like. <laughs> and they was like, you going to sue? You going to sue? Yeah. My mom came running down the street. She prayed with my little sister. And, um. She just was happy I was alive. Exactly. I really could have died right there. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. And I'd be, I'd be really thinking about stuff like that because there's been so many different episodes through my life where I really could have got hit by a car or a Yeah, yeah. I'd have been shot at multiple times. Yeah. I'd have been in some real situations where I shouldn't be here. So right. So I'd be feeling like those events are like the the bed for me to sit on to, to speak my truth and to speak Oakland's truth and to Absolutely. speak for the rest of the people because... I feel like I'm here for a reason, whether Absolutely. it's rapping or visually or just helping somebody else get to a point where they can tell their story, too. Yeah, you know? and I, you know what? <clears throat> that comes off in your persona because that's what I was saying. Like, that was part of it when I seen you the first time. I was like, this dude, 
he's like a student of hip hop. This shit a little different, you know what I mean? And shout out to Ray Ryder and um, shout out to everybody else I seen perform that day. Uh, but you know, it's something that stood out. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't the norm. You know, and a lot of times, if you look at it like I, I look at it like this: when Kendrick first was coming around, when he was K Dot, they wasn't singing his praise. Life you know, yeah, you know what I'm yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. They wasn't really fucking with it like that. You know, yeah. I remember him going on a Breakfast Club and Charlemagne said, "You look like a janitor." Like what? <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like that's crazy. But you know, yeah. to know who he is today, it's just like crazy. But so, uh, uh, red. So, um, so did you play like AAU? You said you played, uh, yeah, I played for the Rebels. Rebels, okay, yeah, you played for the, okay, yeah, so I the Rebels. damn, you was a real baller. So, um, what you, what is your, what's your thoughts on AAU? Like, I, it was a little different when we was younger. It's commercialized as shit yeah, right yeah, now. I mean, my, my son played, or he used to, he can high school, play high school basketball now. Okay, but, I mean, it depends. <laughs> I mean, if you got a kid that really want to play. And you got a coach that really want to win, and they actually teaching your kids skills. And mm-hmm. it's not like like once you get to high school, it's time to play organized high school basketball. It is. You know, kids who are playing AAU, 14, 15, 16, 17, I believe they really should be playing high school. Because I believe that's what's so gonna too. Save their life in I terms believe of so getting too. To college. The colleges will look at you in AAU, <laughs> but they'll be looking for you to have actual statistics. Through a high school, yeah, yeah. So anything before fourteen, it makes sense if the neighborhood recreation park is now a hub for dope fiends mm-hmm. and drug dealing. Mm-hmm. Can't really go there. Nah. So it's like if you got an organization, although it costs money, they set up to have something that's there in the community for all the kids that really want to play. Mm-hmm. So AAU ain't for like, oh, I'm just down the street, right? And <clears throat> I want to get my kid to do something this summer. Like yeah, AAU yeah. Is like, you want to be something with this sport. Absolutely. Whether it's basketball or it's 707 football mm-hmm. or it's AAU baseball. Like, if you're in this situation, you're serious about playing sports for real. Yeah. And your parents are serious about you playing sports for real, and they're willing to spend the money and travel for you to do it. So, right. for that, I think AAU is fine. I think that once you get into the situation, you start finding teams that want to win so bad, they start recruiting other players from different states, and the players who are actually playing – and paying the money aren't actually getting on the court. Man, when I seen LeBron here with the soldiers, I was like, yeah, what yeah. the hell is going on? Yeah. So um They get serious when you get older. They get very serious. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a it's a money thing. So um did you when did you like really truly uh discover hip hop? Like I'm sure early on, because we all was born in this shit, right? But like um when did you discover like this was a thing, like I'm into this? Like I was into it. It'd be 91, 92. <clears throat> okay. Death Row. Okay. Dr. Dre. Then they got they got Pac around 95. Mm-hmm. And he dropped All Eyes on Me. All Eyes on Me was the first record I ever bought. Okay. Okay. Um, that year I bought All Eyes on Me. I bought Two G's The Score. Okay. I bought um, Busta Rhymes, The Coming. Uh, so you buying this shit at what? T.Y. Uzi? No. Nah, um, Tower? Rasputin? Uh, warehouse. Warehouse. The Warehouse. Okay. Um, I think I got my um, my pop tape at T's Wauzi next to Agro Kitchen. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. there, not the mall, Agro yeah, Kitchen. Agro Kitchen. Yeah. yeah. So, and and this is why I'm asking you this because what you just said seems like to me 
your first impressions, like that's like a, well, I'm trying to get a gauge of when you got into it because oh, it, 90, it comes it, it comes out into your style. You know what I'm saying? It comes out into your persona and how I think you think about hip hop, right? And um, you spent your money yeah. on music. Like kids don't even know what that's like now. Yeah. They buy a subscription and just listen yeah, to whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, I, had a, <clears throat> I had a birthday and a couple of my classmates from middle school came to my birthday party and gave okay. me a, you know how they give you like a little gift certificate? Yeah. It was like a gift certificate. Oh, like, wow. Like 25 hours. So they went in on it. Yeah. So oh, like, that was dope. They, like well, my, my birthday present was a gift certificate to oh, the warehouse. Wow. This white girl, I can't remember her name, Jewish. Yeah. And she gave me a gift certificate to the warehouse for me to go buy music. Okay. At the time, everybody was buying tapes. Right. And, um, I went straight to the warehouse and got, <clears throat> got like two tapes. That's dope. You know, Got like a Walkman, and me and my grandmother and my brother, we went to Arizona once, and we rode the train, Amtrak. So it was like a 20-hour ride. Okay. So I was able to like burn the tapes. Yeah, yeah, over and over, and over, and over. And over yeah, and over yeah. And over. So I listened to the coming Buster Rhymes. Yeah. Like over and over, I listened to Damn. All Eyes on Me over and over. I listened to the score over and over. So Damn. I was able to get exposed to women rapping. I was able to get exposed to West Coast, to East Coast. You that shit, that's yeah. that's a you you had it all right yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? It was my first three records that I put money on. You know, damn. And, uh, my cousin from New York taught me how to rap. Okay. So I learned how to rap from a New York person. Okay. Know? And uh, so I was into like everything East Coast. I was into Big. I was into Jay Z. I was into Nas. I was into Outkast. So what? Uh, so I'm gonna stop you right there because I. I I always ask this question, and it's different for me mostly than everybody else. So the best Nas album of all time is what? I would say it was written. Okay. Let's go. It was written. Let's go. <laughs> Niggas going to say Illmatic, man. That's Listen, my favorite, man. My favorite record from Nas is, is It Was Written. I peeped you fronting. I was in the Jeep, sunk in the seat, tinted with heat, beats bumping. Across the street, you was wilding, talking about how you ran the island in 89. Come on, man. He wasn't doing that on Illmatic. He, he wasn't doing that on. And I felt like, you know, he wasn't going in there. Now that I look back, I didn't think of it then like that, of course. But now that I go back, um, uh, production-wise, it was better also. But when I go back and I think of, you know, he had experienced something outside of Queensbridge at that yeah, time. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So he got he got big. So, so um and you at what junior high at this time? I'm at uh, Claremont in North Oakland. Damn, my daughter. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. My, my mom, uh, she didn't want me going to Madison and Sabrina because Brookfield and Sabrina was smoking. True. And all my homies was getting chased out of the, out of, out of Sabrina and having okay. to hide in the creek. So I would go kick it with them sometimes. And we'd all get chased from Sabrina and have to run back to Brookfield. So my mom was like, nah, you going to Claremont. My godmom lived around the corner from there, so okay. it kind of worked out for our family okay. dynamic. Yeah, be able to like my mom was working two jobs, we'd be able to get out of school, walk to my godmom's house, and be there until my mom got off work. So it just kind of worked out. But, that was dope. You know, going there, I ended up meeting Fab and you know people like that. That was from the north. Okay, yeah, and that was yeah. cool that you got to go on that side of town too, because we didn't even get to experience all that yeah. shit all the time being in deep East Oakland, like, yeah, no, she, you know, being in the North. The yeah, that was tight, though. Yeah. That was tight, though, for real, man. I was able to catch the bar and, like, go see the North. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, that was good. And and um, <clears throat> that area is real culture, too, man. You know what I'm saying? It's some good mix of uh, some Berkeley up in there, you know what yeah. I'm saying, in the North. It, it, it's, it's, it's really cool. But uh, so at what point 
did this become something that you considered that you can do? Now, did this happen early on? Rap. Yeah, rap. Uh, well, you still playing sports yeah, yeah, yeah. too, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm playing. I'm playing middle school, and I'm playing. I'm playing middle school like AAU. And I'm so you, you, you having hoop dreams though? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. And I'm, I'm going to high school with the idea that I'm going to play in high school, and I played freshman in JV, and then when I got to varsity, I got cut. Okay. I got cut in varsity. My um, what high school? San Lorenzo. San Lorenzo. Okay. Yeah, same reason to go to Claremont. My mom didn't want me going to Castlemont. Uh huh. Um, which was crazy because a lot of the people that I knew was in jail getting popped. So it was like a smart decision for it to send me So out. when you got to, because it's different, because I, I, at one time I had went to Tennyson as a freshman and I played VAR, I think, or maybe my next June, I don't remember. But I played VAR early. But it was different there, and they had some shit called Frost Soft, like yeah, yeah. freshmen and sophomores, sophomores together. They had that? Yeah, yeah. That was like hella weird. I, I had never seen it, but um, uh, so. And that's San Lorenzo, so that's Hayward Athletic League. Exactly. Okay. Same as Tennyson, same as Mount Eden. Yeah. Bishop O'Dowell at the time was in Hayward Athletic League. Bishop O'Dowell was, too. Uh, San Leandro, Arroyo. Arroyo, yeah. Okay. Uh, Hayward High. Okay. Okay. So so when you got cut... um, He said I I played like I was in the OAL, which was true, you know. Like a beast? (laughs) (laughs) What you mean? Like a a beast? Like, what you... At the time, you know, the fucking N1 mixtapes was big. Oh, you was going crazy. And I was just doing hella shit. You was going crazy. I came in the tryouts. I had my short ass off. I'm in there mixing niggas, not running the plays, calling ISOs and shit. He was like, man, this ain't going to work. Nigga talking about. I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah. ISOs. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, that's really what happened. But, you know, no no, no real regrets. Yeah. I, you know, like, yeah. I know, like, for that, like, that really put me in a room of, Trying to figure some shit out, so mm-hmm. I ended up boosting mm-hmm. and just kind of hanging out at school, but not really being at school. Damn high school, then what's the what we talking about? 98? Ninety eight, ninety not ninety six, ninety seven, ninety nine. Niggas still in Jabos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all types of shit. Yeah. I went and got a job over at Taco Bell. Okay. Yeah, my, I went and bought my first pair of Jordans because I had been wanting them my whole life. Yeah. You know, I yeah. got uh, white and green. Uh, Jordan Fourteens, Jets. Okay, the Jets. Yeah, yeah. The white and green. Yeah. And I went and got a. A, a gray, white, and green uh, rockerwear velour sweatsuit. Oh yeah, you was on. I thought I was it. <laughs> <laughs> he was on. Yeah. But yeah, man. Um, I think right after that, I started giving up hoop because I was like, this is not gonna work. I need to figure out like some money shit. You know what I mean? And uh, but you, you know what? And I want to stop you right there because I've been in those situations and watching niggas in those situations. And when it's time to make that decision, you see that. Being an athlete don't mean that you're just a professional athlete. Yeah, yeah. Like, that shit is in your heart. Yeah, like, you always think you can do some shit. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And sure. and you watch niggas still going to the rec center at 20, yeah, living nah. with moms. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they can't figure it out. Yeah. When you see a nigga walking to the rec center with a headband and some and a, <laughs> tear away sweats on. Like, nigga, what, what is you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I, I'm, I'm like a firm believer of, like, the saying, like, those who can't teach so I, I really feel like for me, I wasn't for whatever reason, whether it's because that I played a different style of basketball or whatever, mm-hmm. the coaches that was making the decisions didn't think I was good enough. Okay. So I know the game, but maybe not good enough to play it. You okay. Know what I mean? Okay. And, you know, I look at somebody like Dane and it's like, all right, that's like one hundred percent 
both feet, both hands, you know, brain, heart, soul, everything into basketball. Like, if basketball didn't work, I don't know what he would do. Right, but right. That's how much he cared about basketball. Right, right, right. You know right, what I mean? And right. I care about basketball a whole, 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 whole lot. But yeah. Not like that. Yeah, that's yeah. That's a different level. That's a always, different level, yeah. I always tell people, you got the best player in high school, go to, go to college and ride the bench. Yeah. And you become the best player in college, you get to the league and ride the bench. Right. So everybody's good. Right. The only difference between you and Kobe is that Kobe want that shit more than you do. Man, I say that all the time. They want to compare him to Mike. First, you got to compare this. Yeah. Kobe, that nigga Kobe embodied Michael yeah. Jordan first. Kobe wanted more. Yeah, like I believe that he's the type of motherfucker that has the ambition that if he really wanted to be a fucking firefighter, he'd be the yeah. best. He'd be on the front yeah. of men's magazine with no shirt. Like, you know what I mean? Like that nigga could, Kobe could wheel. do anything. Yeah, it's the, it's wheel. the wheel. It's the, the wheel. wheel. So yeah. that's, that's the difference between. NBA players and niggas you see at the rec. Yeah, right. It's the will. The will. It's the will to go to school, do the homework, not go to a party, don't smoke and drink, don't mess with all these different girls, do what you got to do mm-hmm. to get to the point where you can present yourself on TV, playing basketball or football or baseball, whatever you're doing in your life, and getting the right opportunity to make it to the NBA or the NFL or Major League Baseball. That's why I always, and I think a lot of street cats, <clears throat> related to Iverson so much because we all thought we was Iverson in the aspect that we can't give it up. We can't stop doing the shit like that. Yeah. And when he was first having his issues in the league and getting caught speeding or somebody around you smoking or somebody got a pistol, like, yeah. you know, it's it's kind of hard to come out of that mentality. But, some like, I'm going to keep it real, man. Dame, he just what he is. Bro, I seen this shit in high school. Yeah. Like, I've seen the quiet 30s. I had no idea this nigga had 30. And, like, he plays the game the exact same. Because yeah. my brother played for Fremont Booby, And, you know, they didn't been in the CIF shit together and, the, you know, going at it. And, yeah. you know, and, and I seen his will and what he wanted. Like, niggas think him pulling up from hella far is new. I've seen it with my own eyes. You know what I'm saying? I was the nigga getting kicked out yelling at the refs. Like, it's no way. You know what I'm saying? So, exactly what you're saying with that will is real, man, because I've witnessed it. You know what I'm saying? I I, I, I saw in my young days going to the park to pick up games, and I saw the difference between Gary Payton or the difference between Jason Kidd and everybody else. Yeah. It was a significant difference. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, See, for Dame, Dame is what you call a basketball player. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's people that have God-given athletic ability. Mm-hmm. They step on the gym, and they can touch the top of the square. Mm-hmm. They can go dunk on you. Mm-hmm. They can work on their jumper a little bit and make a three-pointer. They can get high and get shrieky on you. Mm-hmm. That's not who Damien is. Nah. Damien is like, I'm going to get to this spot, and I'm, it's going in. Right. I'm going to get right. to this spot, right. and it's going in. Right. I'm, you found me, I'm making both my free throws. Right, right. You double-team me, I'm going to make the right pass. Like, you just know the game. That's why you somebody I mean? always, when it, we had them debates about who the best point guard in the league, and I'm just like, bro, I'm just keeping it real. It's no biasness. It's no shitty from the town or none of this. Let me tell you something. Fundamentally. Yeah. Who makes the right pass every time? Yeah. Who makes the right play every time? I'm talking about basketball plays. Basketball plays. I'm yeah. not talking about no exciting shit behind the back, spin move, a nigga fall, yeah. you mix somebody. I'm not talking about that. Even though you're gonna get that, you're gonna get that. Yeah. But I, I ain't talking about that. And I and nah, winning winning plays. And and a lot of players that's in the NBA had those highlights. Yeah. But 
we talking about all the shit, the Weber State shit, the nobody ever going to the league from there. That's that consistency and that persistence that yeah. we talking about. Yeah. Like, nobody's doing more better basketball shit. You can try to overlook it all you want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, when did you decide that you was going to fully pick up with the music? Or you went through your little trials and shit, so you working yeah. at Taco Bell to boost and shit like Yeah, and, um... Are you staying out of trouble for the I'm, most I'm part? Out of trouble, yeah, yeah, I'm out yeah, of yeah. Trouble. I'm out of trouble. Um, I'm not. I'm not like. I ain't get shot. Yeah, you know? yeah, I yeah. Go to jail. Yeah. You know, my mom wasn't like, "I see you fucking up. Get out of my house." Right, you know what right, I mean? like, right. It wasn't like that. Right. Know? So it was. I, I was pretty smart about you know the ins and outs that I was you know kind of you know pokey pokey in. I wasn't fully in. I wasn't fully out. Yeah. You know, it just trying to figure out some stuff and make some stuff happen. Sometimes with the wrong. You know, wrong associates or friends, and sometimes you know with the right ones. Yeah. And um, I think it was about maybe twenty, twenty-one. Uh huh. I was like, all right, let me let me take music serious. And you know, I, I met a couple of homies. We worked on some stuff. We put an album out around twenty-two. Okay. Was and, it a group? Uh, it wasn't a group. It was just me, but I was kind of affiliated with a clique. It was called Local Union. Okay. And it was me. Uh, this producer named C Major. Uh, this producer named Duck Tape. Okay. Another rapper named Bricks. And um, there was a few other rappers that was involved too. And we kind of just was in Berkeley, just making a bunch of music and trying to put a bunch of shit out. And then we changed it from local union to major entertainment. Okay. And um, I put my first record out in like 2005. It's called Brookfield, California. And uh, I got a bunch of, of records on like CDs still. Yeah. People still pressing up CDs. CDs, yeah. And, um, I like hella like. To this day, I'm like, damn, that shit sucks. Like, I won't listen to it today. You know what I mean? I got a box of the motherfuckers around. Yeah, so. I, won't, I won't listen to it to this day. I'd be like, man, that would really add some music. You yeah, know I mean? yeah. And um, only because I knew that my desire to get in music was because I knew I loved it and I knew I had the ability to write words. Yeah. But the actual skill of becoming, you know, like a songwriter and speaking about something that you know, if I die, my son here, he'd be like, man, my daddy was a J-cat. Right, 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 right. You know right. I mean? So at that point, I wasn't even tripping on stuff like that. Yeah. I was just making music, trying to like, you know, cater to what people, or I thought people liked. You know what I mean? So I dropped that and I took like a seven-year break. I like, Ooh. I got off of it for a while. Seven-year like, break is crucial yeah, in the music business. Yeah. Like I said, I had my first son, so it was like, I got offered a deal from this sister company with Warner. And they wanted me to move to L.A. And, it was just a lot going on in my, my life. And I was like, no, nah, I'm going to turn it down. So I turned it down. My family was like, man, just turn it down. Hold on, dudes. Hold on. <laughs> Go back to that one. For a lot of niggas in the hood, Oakland, yeah. right? I, I, I'm going to leave it up. I'm going to leave it up to you, you having a good mom and shit and like having a good normal life. Yeah. To even have the audacity to turn down the deal. Because like, most niggas in a situation... Gotta take it. Well, like I said, it wasn't Warner. It was like a sister. It was like a little baby company. With right, them. right, right. The JV company with right. them. They was like, I got a hundred for you, but you got to move to LA. We're going to put you in an apartment with some other rappers and they're just going to make an advantage. You uh, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, well, and, I, I can see you turning it and down. It was kind of one of those deals where it was like, all right, well, I got my own situation here. I'm working, I'm doing my music. I just had my first kid. Yeah. It ain't really the best time to. To make a move, you know what I mean. I was still living with my mom. You know yeah, what I mean? so yeah. So it was like, if you that good and the music is moving that good, you can continue to keep creating something else to come. Betting on yourself. Yeah, something else to come. And for like 
<clears throat> 10 years, nothing came. <laughs> so for a long time, I was like, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, so I should have took it. That was 100000 Yeah. You turned down. Yeah. Damn. Man, that's, yeah. <laughs> you, you, hey, that was a big bet on myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know this was a while ago, though. So yeah. it was just one of those things where it was like, I just wasn't sure, you know? And I didn't want to get to a situation where, like, the business side of me was thinking, I show up, I'm in a room with a bunch of wolves. I ain't from L.A. My grandfather right. is from Compton, but I'm not from there. Right. You know what I mean? My, right. my pops was from there. Right. But I don't know him. I never met him. Right. So I can't really claim that I'm from L.A. Right. And know how to maneuver down there. And like I said, this is still early. This is like early 2000s. So this whole like. L.A. was different. Yeah, was L.A. was different. Yeah, yeah. Niggas free to roam now. Yeah, so now it was like, damn, man, do I make that move? Trying to figure this shit out. I don't know nobody down there. You know what I mean? And yeah, the best bet for me was to believe that I could do it at home. Yeah. So I told him no. You know what I mean? And um, I, I, I think if I searched the old email, I could still find a deal in my email. You know what I mean? Wow. But it was just like, it didn't make sense for my family to take it. So I was like, all right, cool, whatever. You know, we'll keep working. And I kind of jumped into building a, a team around me of other artists that needed help to mm -hmm. get to that same point. Mm -hmm. So I ended up kind of falling back and taking an executive role, which is how I ended okay. up finding out that I really loved creating pictures for other people as opposed to doing it for myself. And uh, like I said, I took like a seven-year break, and I made it all the way to like 2011, 2012. And uh, I got in a drive-by, almost got popped, and like my car had like 20 holes. Damn. And nothing hit me. And uh, like my headrest behind me was lit up. Damn. My seats was lit up. And I was like driving like this. So they was like, right. they was on me. Right. You know what I mean? And um, to this day, I don't know why, you know. But I kind of always tell people it's mistaken identity because I don't think that shit that I was doing was that bad to the yeah. point where two niggas was about to right. pull right. up on me and right. really start getting on me. So right. like, I always tell people it's mistaken identity. But like, I ended up moving from where I was staying. I was it was in the '60s at the time, '66 in Mac. Then I moved to like the '70s, and like it just told me to get back in music. Like really start telling my story, and like God kept me alive for a reason. So mm -hmm. I just got back into it. Absolutely. I think from 2012 to 2018, six years, I probably did like nine projects. I just kept dropping Damn. shit. Just kept dropping shit. Damn. And uh. Now, we talking about what years again? 2012 to 2018. Now, we talking about, this is kind of like post-Napster, right? Yeah. But still in a weird it's like mixtape. It's like that pit big. Niggas ain't selling music, yeah, but they, nah. niggas telling you, you got to give it away anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, exactly. okay, okay, okay. So I'm okay. doing mixtapes, and I'm like putting it up on... SoundCloud or whatever uh -huh. at the time. Mm -hmm. It wasn't SoundCloud at the time. It was Probably like, Dad Piff. It was Dad Piff yeah. for sure. Dad Piff. And that's uh, another one that's, that was big. People still use it today like it's something, but I don't get why. And that's um, another one that people use. I can't remember the shit. And like my mixtapes. Tune Core or something? My mixtapes. My mixtapes, yeah. I was doing that. And uh, like I said, it was like 2012, 2013. So it was like. Now, was now, so now, now. Now, you've always been, rap name-wise, Brookfield Deuce. I was Young Deuce at first. Young Deuce. And then I was Brookfield Deuce. Now, knowing the history of your neighborhood, <clears throat> and like you said, 
a notorious beef with like Sobrani or something yeah. like that or you know other beefs outside shit like have you always been confident just having a hood on your name like that like fuck it yeah, you know what I, I'm saying um, it was another dude from Oakland named Bill so we both hooped okay so they used to be like you know dude. that shit came natural you know yeah. I'm talking about Brookfield dude exactly okay yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, it's yeah. Dude, you had to take it. Yeah. So that's, that's, like, yeah. right, that's what it is. That's know, like man. Black Tony, Fat Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah nigga. So it kind of like it kind of I kind of got named myself. Like okay, it, like I didn't name myself that. It kind of like fell in my lap. Yeah. So I ran with it, but I told myself that I needed to speak for more than myself, and I had to start with my neighborhood first. Yeah. So yeah. Brookfield was like what I'm speaking for, and then me just speaking for myself coming second, being deuce too. So it was like come put yourself second to. The cause, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, that's dope. Absolutely. So now, did you perf- did you perform under this name too? Under Rico Deuce? Yeah. So you yeah. going around? So are you having shows? Like, are you doing like the ambitious shit? Like, um, getting on other niggas? I mean, you know, it's. I always said it was weird around here with that shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you you have two crowds. Like, you have niggas that's like around Zion I. Yeah. And that type of crowd, you got the hypey crowd, somebody that be, might be around, you know, say a D-Lo, or yeah. I guess that's who was running his Keep the Sneak at that time. Like, uh, right. And um, it was always kind of divided. It was never like one... It's still like that. Yeah, it was never yeah. one big hip-hop thing, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, versus how I feel about, like, Atlanta or something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you kind of, like, can mix it up, or, or New York, you can kind of, like, intertwine with anybody. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You never know who you're going to come across. So, like, is the hood responding, or are you getting support from elsewhere? No, the hood not responding. It's uh, it's like the culture is hyping, and I'm doing some other shit. Some other shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it got hyping influences, and I'm sprinkling some shit in there. But yeah. for the most part, it's some other shit. Yeah. And the people who are actually listening are resonating with it, and they hit me up, and they're going, you know, that shit tight. But I ain't got $10 for you. Right. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. You know? And um, it's crazy because I still go through these little battles with, with the music, yeah. you know, myself. I don't want to, like, lose my talk. I'm going to get back to that. But, like, yeah. the, um, for me, it's like, at the time, I didn't have knowledge on the coup. I didn't have knowledge on uh, Hyro, on Zionai. I didn't have knowledge on where they, like, congregated at. Right, right, right. So, for me, it was like, I'm just a dirty nigga from Brookfield. Mm-hmm. That's really with the niggas, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I'm really with the shit. Yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to get better, you know. Right, I'm trying to be right, a better human. Right. I want to so, be a lyricist. Yeah, yeah. So I grew up on this New York shit. I grew up on this South shit. Yeah. I grew up on this East Coast shit. I grew up on this LA shit and Texas shit. So mm-hmm. I've been like exposed to like the world of music and not just the bay. You right. Know what I mean, right. so for me, it was like my influence lyrically was so much other shit with Bay Area language. And attitude, so very gotcha. attitude, very language, but with all the other attributes that all those other regions was known for. So yeah. I'm like really rapping, rapping, but I'm saying bruh and hella, and it's like, but I'm really rapping though, you know. So like, for me, it was like that wasn't clicking with niggas, you know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, shit, it still ain't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you really, you really mm-hmm. think about it, it's like really it ain't. And I, I was thinking that even when I when I when I seen your video, I was like. This uh, the new one. What is the actual title of the song? Drake Grant. Drake Grant, right? Yeah. And we are gonna get to that yeah. too. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's crazy because just for a level of comparison, I dropped Field of Dreams three months ago. 
mm-hmm. uh, first video off of my album America's Orphans. Mm-hmm. We can get into that whole concept because it's a whole world of shit. Mm-hmm. But I think I checked this morning. That video right now has 586 views. Mm-hmm. Period. In three months. Mm-hmm. Dre Grant has 820,000 views in one week. Mm-hmm. Field of Dreams is me rapping, rapping. And Dre Grant is me catting off. Right. <laughs> and I, and you know what? It's kind of, I can't think of the song I'm thinking of to like compare it to, but it's something else in hip hop where basically a motherfucker was like, you was really just catting off, good beat, good hook, you was vibing, but you you saying in your mind, this shit is so easy. Like this what y'all like? I got a hundred of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, really like this what y'all like? Like, you're right, right. Yeah. Like, and that is the song that you had seven years ago that you've been overthinking. Not yeah. that particular yeah. song, me but and, I mean, in that. Me and Dame sat on Dre Grant for seventeen months. Right. What? That song sat on my phone and Damien's phone for for a year and a half. Damn near. Damn. We sat on that song for a long time. It was just like we're gonna figure out how to put it out, you know. And he was like, I'm gonna put it on my my EP. And then the EP turned into a whole album, which became Big Dollar. Right. But, like, we really was just sitting on it for a long time. Like I said, I got, like, 10 that I like sitting in my phone right now. I I personally liked what both of y'all did on the song, right? But the way your cadence was, I I felt like you created the song, right? We created it together. Y'all created it together? Yeah. But if you was catting off... I'm thinking in my mind, like, this This is what I automatically thought when I looked at the song and heard the song, saw, saw the video and heard the song. I, I, I felt like you had something to do with the video, right? I directed the video. The way you was moving around, it looked like you was tripping off the video, right? Like, like you, I could tell, like, you was, like, that's not a, first of all, it's not a, it's a hood video without niggas all around you. Yeah. So I know somebody cares about the visual and the way this shit look. Yeah. The way it's shot, you know what I'm saying? The black and white, everything yeah. that was going on in the video, right? Yeah. And we had a big team though. We had a big team. Yeah. It's Tevin Tavares. G- give me a water. You need a water, you got me? No, I got I got water. Yeah, but it was me, Tevin Tavares, uh Raphael Sutton, uh Mike Green. Okay. Uh yeah, Mike Crocker. We had a bunch of people in, on, on the team for, yeah. the, for the actual well, you, team. Well, you know... But me and Tevin directed it. You know, with Kanye, you'll have Donda. Or you'll have, uh, you know, all these creatives that these niggas put in the room. I never known that till all of these cameras was around. Yeah. And niggas started telling their stories. But, right, right. like, damn, this nigga had all that. Like, it's like some thriller shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But I automatically looked at that shit and said, this nigga should be an A&R, too. I said, dude should be A and R too. This is what, what I said. I'm working on. I said, behind the scenes. Yeah, shit. because I said he's been doing this shit. Look at the attention he grabbed for himself doing this shit, and I know it was easy, right? I'm listening to the cadence and rhyme pattern, but I'm also saying to myself, he grabbed the attention so fast he would make a kid a star right now. Yeah. Any kid. Yeah, me and me and a couple, me and my homie, you know, a lot from the Fresh Killers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we gotta find one of these little niggas yeah. and, and put it together. Yeah. So I've been everything you said. We've been talking about. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just, I feel like, but time. but not not taking nothing away from your career yeah, yeah, because definitely. I feel like you're gonna all you're gonna continue to be a rapping ass rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like like your raps is like 
It's the shit I like, like I said, the shit I grew up on, the shit I fuck with. I fuck with everything, yeah. but you know what I'm saying? Sometimes shit, I need, you need that refreshment. Yeah. You need that refreshing ear, and then when Kendrick or Cole takes so long to drop, you know what I'm saying? Or it's it's a lot of people coming up now. Like you say, uh, yeah. Isaiah Rashad, I really like. I liked him the very first time I ever heard him. Uh, I like a lot of people that I feel like music is not not necessarily the same, but different than everything else that's going on. Yeah. Like I like Ben Staples. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and yeah. it's not just gonna be on my radio every day. Exactly. You know what I'm saying, but um, until he was rapping about uh, what, what was his biggest song? The uh, it was yeah, basically uh, Big Fish. Big Fish. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying. Um, so it's like kind of the same thing. Like you on the hood shit. They actually got to see what birth Brookfield Deuce though. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, right. and then everybody has been seeing this dance, right? Yeah. Forever. Forever. Yeah. Forever. Like, to be honest with you, bro, like, I don't have no ego when it comes to this shit. Yeah. My favorite Oakland dance. Yeah. Period. You know what I'm saying? So, My favorite dance. If I walked in the party, that's how I'm walking in, nigga. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So this is how I explain to people. The hyphy movement is centered around going stupid or going dumb. Mm-hmm. There are no steps to the dance. Right. So when another city, another area sees what we do, they think we just a bunch of crackheads. That shit offensive. You know what I mean? I'd be like, go stupid. <laughs> they think it's funny. They yeah, yeah, joke. yeah. They think it's a joke. It's no different than footwork in Chicago. Right. No different than like the go-go scene in D.C. Right. There are no dance steps to those particular things. Right. So when you see kids dancing, yeah. they ain't doing footwork. Right. They don't fucking know. Right. They ain't right. doing that go-go shit because they don't fucking know. Right. No different than the hyphy movement in the Bay. Yeah. It's not a marketable dance. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But if you right. look at it, Hit the Folks, the Whipping the Nene, Stanky Leg, right. Atlanta been kicked, yeah, Atlanta been bump, like pushing out marketable Dancing dance steps dance. with choreography. Yeah. Brookfield dance is a dance with choreography. Right. It's marketable. Right. You can do a Brookfield challenge and right and, and, and get people that's not from here to watch the video and learn and how do to do it. Shit. Right, right. And make some shit from Oakland right. turn into some shit that they doing everywhere. everywhere. The same way we sponging their shit, they yeah. sponging our yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what really made me feel good about the Brookfield dance because we wanted to really highlight that it wasn't just some shit that Brookfield claimed. Yeah. It's really some Oakland shit. Oakland right. shit. All do it. Yeah, it's because even if they don't, even shit. if they don't do the exact dance, the shoulder movement already. However, this how a nigga get started. Yeah. Right. That's how a nigga get started. It's yeah, right. it, no matter what dance he's about to even do. You so, know what I'm saying? Is the dance is the dance the Brookfield dance or is it the Dre Green? It's the Brookfield dance by Dre Green. Well, see, because we're a younger generation, right. it was somebody else, I can't remember his name right now, but he invented it in like the 70s. Oh, okay, gotcha. And then Dre Grant came up in the 80s and right. 90s, which is Oscar Grant's uncle. Right. And he was doing it. He went to school with my auntie and my moms, and they was doing it in school, yeah. elementary school. Yeah, right. You know, and um, so for us, we just resonate with Dre Grant being the king of the Brookfield dance in the hood. That's the legacy. That's the lineage. You know? so, yeah. When we, when me and Damien made the song, we just as soon as we got done, like with it, it wasn't even like finished, like drums wasn't on it or nothing. And we just got to a point where it was like, man, this shit slap. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And we in the studio trying to fi- figure it out, and 
Like we naming this shit Dre Grant. And we don't Damn. say Dre Grant one time in the song, but the energy of the song is Dre Grant. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the, the actual essence of the song is his energy. We just couldn't think about nothing else but Dre Grant because he got videos on Instagram from somebody else's Instagram. Yeah. Showing him dancing and doing it. And we just thought that that's what the song that felt embodied, like. That yeah, embodied. That embodied. And, like. and when you, this team that you speak of and everybody that was involved in the project and getting it done, um, like all the way from the, see, I look at the whole aesthetic of this shit, right? Mm-hmm. I look at everything all the way down to, it, that was, people might not even realize how coordinated it was to, to the average eye to say, Brookfield is Dre Grant. Camera pans off yeah. while he's doing the dance. And he say, it's me, baby. It's me, baby. Yeah. But it pans, I, it, it I, didn't stay I, on him. Nah. It pans off into the, people, the average person, not just, you know, they wouldn't yeah. know if that was a camera mistake or uh, they wouldn't know what that was. Yeah. But, you, of course, you if you really pay attention, it's too smooth. Like, no, it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's movie level It's movie level cinematography, definitely. Yeah. Like, like um, remind me of a Taj video. Right. Shout out to Taj. Uh, uh, um, but, um, so, after you do this video and, and, and after people was hearing this song now, is your phone going off and is people from the hood telling yeah. you shit? Because, you know, niggas from the hood ain't got no filter. No, they probably no. said some crazy shit like, nigga, that's what I'm talking about, nigga. Now you <laughs> slapping, nigga. You coming, nigga. Now I can fuck with you now, nigga. I wasn't fucking with that other shit, dude. I, you know what I mean? That's really how it is, though. Like, I, always, I always tell people it's so hard out here because, like, the... The five boroughs of the Bay Area, San Jose, mm-hmm. Oakland, Frisco, Richmond, Vallejo. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's approximately four to five million people combined. Right. With all the cities. Mm-hmm. So it don't really make sense for, even now, with Drake Grant being 800,000. It don't make sense for it to be 800,000 if you got five million people. That's what I'm saying. Am I the only nigga that liked this video? <laughs> That's what I was saying. You know what I mean? So, Man. Like, it, it, it'd be crazy because... You can throw a rock and hit a rapper. Mm-hmm. So if so, if I rap and you like my rap, but you got a cousin that rap, it's harder for you to say, you know what, I fuck with Deuce because I can't say that in in my right mind, not fuck with my own cousin. Right. My own cousin is like, man, you listen to this, bro. Listen right. to this, and he's like, oh, I don't fuck with that, bro. But you listen to that other nigga from Brookfield. Or the you know or I mean? analogy I use. And I'm sure you've been through this. In the middle of putting your video shoot together, are you outside? Somebody sitting in their car playing a whole nother nigga song. Exactly. Yeah. happening during the video shoot? My nigga. My nigga, what we, what we doing? We can't turn on no other music right now. We got to get all into this. Yeah. But you know. That's why y'all was doing the video with the song out already. But it still didn't impact them niggas because all most of them probably never even listened to the whole album. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, niggas are turned on Ross just being honest. And then, and then the video, visual, the video, the visual, yeah. You know, what I visual mean? because, like I said, if you just a cat, because this is how I feel about you know a lot of niggas do a million, a lot of niggas do two million, three million, right? But a lot of niggas, it's the same. I don't know what the stats is on your shit in the metrics, but the lot of, a lot of niggas is the same hundred thousand. I mean, you know, twenty, thirty thousand people watching it. This shit seemed like Dre Grant is re getting discovered all over again every day. Uh, it's it's one person watching it once and telling somebody else. Yeah, and he might go watch it again. Yeah, but out of that eight hundred thousand, there's probably five hundred thousand people 
I told everybody I, everybody I've seen in the last in person since that shit came out. I told them about it. Like, nah, go watch it right now. I don't think it's like because I watched that shit probably about eight times. So. Yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, off off the bat. Yeah. You know what I mean? So well, when 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 um when when I listen to music in the car. Cause I always I'm listening to something else. I'm listening to audio book, a podcast, something else, right? So when I do listen to music in the car, I always watch the video. Yeah. That's just how I do it. I got the phone up on the thing. You know what I'm saying? I always play if it has a video yeah. that I really like. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how I listen to the music. Like, um, cause I that's how I've been listening to like all the Nipsey. Like yeah. I only been li- I only been watching his videos. I yeah. can't do nothing else. So um. And and now that you went from like, well, let's go back, right? Let's talk about um, let's talk about uh, Field of Dreams, right? Okay. So when the song "Come On" is is it kids like, that's my car, yeah. that's my car, yeah. right? So that's what I was saying earlier. Is that you on the hoop court in there when the when the staying ride by all y'all like damn or exactly. you know niggas yeah. ride by slapping so hard you can't help but look yeah. you know what exactly. I'm saying? But um, off top like you know how I say motherfuckers say like man that's that nigga a real one and all that like yeah. I don't I don't look at like because you a violent person yeah. or you having money or. You know, you doing crazy shit in the streets, whatever. That don't. That's not a real nigga to me. That yeah. I don't. You know what I mean? We come from the hood. How could that impress you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's really like. Yeah, that's really like yeah. mentally unstable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What I respect is when you humanize us, because yeah. they dehumanize us so much. Right. When you humanize us, and a motherfucker say, "I'm poor," like yeah. you just got through sharing with me. That you shared clothes with your siblings, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. Still. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, we, we, we got a tattoo, like, nigga, I ain't got no shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Sure, this. Well, we've been doing this yeah, shit, yeah, right? Exactly. So it's humbling, right? And to be that kid, right? And to be looking out at these niggas having all this money, but taking all these risks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then also going back and forth to the store and not indulging. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the human side of it yeah. because at some point, there could have been any kind of cross to make you yeah. go on and say, fuck it. Yeah, multiple courts. You know what I'm saying? If you really watching uh, uh, um, Snowfall right now, like, I don't think the nigga Franklin had plans on becoming a drug dealer. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. He yeah. stumbled into yeah, some shit. But He's smart enough to make it work. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, I just feel like, you know, I, I like that, that you give us the full picture on that, right? And then as as the song progresses, it, it's it's like the shit just get more real. Now, the video is kind of trippy. Yeah, that was all you. Yeah. So so the video and the song is um is me reminiscing about when I was a kid mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. had these dreams, uh, like making it in the basketball or just making it out of the hood. And on the video, it's real clouded with a bunch of images. Yeah. It's hazy. Mm-hmm. It's not clear. Mm-hmm. It's just like. Mm-hmm. How today's videos look. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cliche and, video in the beginning. And um in high school, wanted to be a bone thug but couldn't find no harmony. Yeah. Like that's some real shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like you know what I'm saying? Like like to me, that's like when Filthy came on here and Corn asked him, like, well, what about when niggas weak? That nigga said, nigga, I was weak. Man. Like he meant that, that shit. Yeah. Like he yeah. meant 
Yeah. Nigga, I was weak. Like, nigga, don't. Man. Like, you can't knock a nigga for that. that you know was, what I'm saying? That was true. That, you yeah. Know, I like Fjordy yeah. now. You yeah. know what I mean? As far as, like, yeah. he has evolved into something I could fuck with. Right, right, <laughs> right. I listen right. to him all the time. Right, yeah. right. But that was speaking his truth. Speaking his truth. Like, nigga, I was weak. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, how did how, how that bar made you feel? Like, was you a Bone Thugs fan? Big, big, big Bone Thugs fan. Big Bone Thugs fan. Big Bone Thugs fan. Big Twister fan. So you game. literally meant you wanted to rap in that style. I just wanted to do what was popping. Yeah, yeah, you know, I was yeah. Rap and I was like, yeah. oh, I fuck with this. I fuck with Do or Die. I fuck with Twister. I fuck with, you know, like, I was big in Chicago, like a big Chicago fan, big big Cleveland fan, big, yeah. you know, Midwest fan, whatever was popping at the time. Yeah. Midwest had their moment, yeah. I was on it. Yeah. No Limit had their moment, I was on it. Yeah. You know, I wasn't like, I don't, I don't even fuck with this. Right, you know, right, right, like right. I was open to it. Open, like, yeah. This is what popping, this is what it is. That's how I grew you know? up. But like, that first half of the video was explaining that kind of shit, like mm-hmm. me just trying to focus on getting to a point of success. And then the second half of the video was me waking up, realizing I'm just another nigga in the hood, mm-hmm. which is why it's called Field of Dreams, because it's like, I got these dreams, but I'm really just a field nigga. But right. the double entendre of it is I'm really from Brickfield. So right. I'm a field right. nigga from Brickfield, but I'm oh. also a field nigga. Being I, I keep that, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, a field nigga. Yeah, I'm not yeah, in the house. Yeah, I ain't made yeah, it yet. Yeah. You know and you mean? say niggas get on one knee just to take a stand. Yeah. That was dope. Explain that a little bit. Just talking about the cat shit. Yeah. But even in regular life, sometimes you gotta, you know, take a step back to take a couple steps forward. Mm-hmm. So really just taking the knee is just like, you know, making your stand. When you play football and everybody gotta listen. Yeah, you take, your take knee, a knee. Kid, take a knee. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. So that's like, a, see, that's what I mean by the inner athlete always pouring yeah. out. Nigga always got an ath- athletic reference. So it's hella references with my school. It's like the the idea of Cap taking the knee was just me starting uh, a quad of stands. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With the Cap got on one knee to take a stand. Mm-hmm. A lot of people ain't what they preach when they take the stand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just a bunch of different stands. Like, I'm, I'm not going to make it without a stand. Like, I need somebody to really fuck with my music mm-hmm. for me to get on. Right. You know what I mean? So, I think that I'm I'm really good. I think I'm really good at taking a word and breaking it down into multiple different Yeah, meetings. I like that. I like those double entendres yeah. and shit. I like that, man. That's, that's, that's rap. Yeah, that's rap. That means you like to rap. Yeah. But your first album was one of your first albums was the Fugees and shit. So you know, like, yeah, damn, you, you, you know, you you, <laughs> man, you just, gotta. It, I was just it, telling my homie because he was like, man, you really was catting on on uh, Dre Grant, right? And I was telling him, yeah, I was catting, but I was rapping too. Like I always explain, people, people don't listen because oh, I was just, listening. They just want to fucking dance. You know what I mean? But like, only squares is on my pay stuff. Yeah, but what? But even the, even in the verse when I say. Uh, Little mama bad, I'm a press go. I'm gonna move quick like a fresco. Yeah. And a fresco being yeah. an Italian painting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That you, you paint it fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you use like these like dusty like colors and you add the water to it. Right. right. You add the sauce. Right. You know what I mean? So like I'm gonna move quick, it's just like I'm gonna add my sauce to the situation and I'm gonna move quick like how fast you do the painting. Mm-hmm. And then me talking about the Italian painting is like Yeah. She ain't regular. She foreign. She foreign. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. And uh, I'm gonna move quick like a fresco. Niggas stay hating on my fresco when fresco is Italian for fresh. Right. 
Right. Like I, the actual word fresco is Italian for fresh. Mm-hmm. And niggas mad because they check some of my text though. It's like I'm talking about these mm-hmm. bad bitches. Mm-hmm. And they're saying this a bop. They're saying right. she a bop, but she the a song bop. is a bop. Right. Because that's how they say bop now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's just the first four bars of some real caddy. Right. But I'm really still trying to you can't help get the it. bars off. It's you know just, what I mean? You can't so help it. I always tell people, like, even if it sounds simple, there's probably some other meanings in there. Mm-hmm. You gotta listen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, I always tell people, when I'm dead and gone, they're going to be at my funeral like, man, this nigga was cold. Yeah, I hate that, though. Well, 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 I don't know, nigga. Not the way, not the way this Dre Grant going up, nigga. gotta change that. Nigga, you still got, hey, one thing Hove said, nigga, is when they said, it, this ain't basketball, nigga, my, I don't use my legs. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, I can do this shit forever. So, but I, but, but, you know, we can do things in different capacities now. You know, like I rap too, but a rapper couldn't have a podcast back in the day. Yeah. A, a rapper couldn't be a video director. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At least not in public. Yeah. Nigga might do some shit behind closed doors, but it wasn't broadcast. I mean, shit, this video is the first thing that thing got public. Nobody even tripped. Yeah. But I directed all the other shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. This is, yeah. This is the first time somebody be like, oh, you directed that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, cool, but. I, I, oh, I missed that part, man. So you directed Trey Grant? Yeah, me, oh, me, me, me and Tevin Tavares. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. yeah. And I just wanted to make sure that when we painted the picture that I used all locations in Brookfield. Every mm-hmm. location in the video is a Brookfield location. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all the extras are from Brookfield. Mm-hmm. All the cars, ATVs, dirt bikes, all from Brookfield. All those cars are registered in people who from people houses who are from Brookfield. And... Like, all the scenes are scenes from, like, iconic videos. The same way you use samples to make a hit song. Right. Samples to make a hit video. So the roof is what video? The roof is the Check the Run by Boom. Uh, Tribe Park West. I know. I'm, I'm on it. Yeah. <laughs> why you think I said, why you think I said the roof first? Yeah. But it's, yeah. Also, yeah. But it's also the What's My Name. At, with the donut yeah, shop, man, that's classic. You got to yeah. do the roof, man. Yeah. You got, you know, how many roofs and no. like. I always wonder who did Drake get that from when he did the billboard? Because I forgot who did it before him. The billboard. The billboard. Oh, I'm waiting for a nigga to do that. Bobby Brown and Ja Rule with the big lights in the back downtown Oakland. Oh, with the, with, the, with the helicopter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Bobby geeked up. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like, I mean, yeah. just shit like that, like the boxing gym was like, hello, Kujak, mama said, knock you out. Yeah, yeah I peeped that, then I peeped that. He liked boxing yeah. all the time. Yeah. It's kind of made sense. Yeah. And then, me wearing a Shark jersey was the Snoop Dogg, Jenny and Juice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a Pittsburgh Penguins jersey. And he a Steelers fan, so he liked Pittsburgh team. Is the one twisting my hair, but he was getting his hair combed. He wasn't getting twisted. Yeah. My shit was like getting twisted. Like I peeped I, that. I, I, I even I peeped. Got that, but I played on girls. I even I even peeped the way that you was when you was getting your hair done, the way you was looking, and the way the camera was moving. I said, "Oh, these niggas sharp." They think because these niggas is mesmerized by this video, yeah. they don't realize what they watching. Right, right, right. Like this I shit is. Show them people none of that. I was and like I said, I watched that one for like eight times. But that's why though, <laughs> yeah, because it reminds you of shit you love. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. When you see it in black and white, you yeah, think of the all right, Kendrick. Yeah, you think of tell me when to go. Yeah, you got the yeah, from yeah, yeah. I, Man, yeah. Like, that's some new shit. Like the see the turf dancers. Yeah, which is really my hope. My little homie is like. One of, the, one of the members in the group is really like my little cousin. Yeah. You know, my homie joints. Okay. And just having the dancers in the video is like them getting on the bar train and dancing and stopping the whole train. Like, yeah. We got to show y'all. Yeah. Like, that's like the last two, three years. 
So that hasn't been fully captured in live action. Right, right. We really got on a bark and did that shit in live action. Like, yeah. Stop the train. Like, bro, we about to do a show for y'all and yeah. film the shit. You know? Damn. So, like, that's, like, the first time that anybody in Oakland that has seen it for themselves. Because we all adults now. We're not riding the train. Right. right. We don't actually right. know that's happening. Right. And the people who commute back and forth to work is the ones that see it. That's see, that it, part yeah. wasn't really for us. Right, that right. That part was for Susie. Like, now that it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. part was for Susie at Salesforce. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, But she going to her job in Frisco in the financial district, yeah. she remembered being on the train and then little niggas stopping the train yeah, and pissing yeah, her off when yeah, she yeah, stand and get yeah, to work. Yeah, yeah. It's going to piss her off. Hey, they took all them seats yeah, off. Yeah, they took right. all them seats off the new trains. They made it perfect. Yeah, but, now, <laughs> but now it looks beautiful to her. Yeah. See, at first it, looked, it was annoying. Yeah. She get on the train in real life and it's annoying. Uh-huh. Now it's like, damn, exactly. I can see why they're doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they just need an outlet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's better this than taking your purse. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Absolutely, man. man. Give, give <laughs> him a tip. Yeah, but it is than, than you know, as soon as the door is open and you yeah. like, run off with your phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, would you yeah. rather me, you know, yeah, fuck that. Turn yeah. it out? Yeah. For <laughs> real. You, you know, or would you real. rather me, you know, Mm-mm. steal your purse? Like you, know? you better just respect something, yeah. man. So some yeah. of the shit is just like I wanted to make sure, me and Tevin, that we highlighted iconic visuals and we highlighted, you know, classic colors and didn't load it with effects and a bunch of shit that you yeah, don't know how to style. Yeah. We wanted to make sure that when you watch it in 20 years, it still looked good. Yeah. And we wanted to make sure that we showed the rest of the world, including the people who are gentrifying Oakland, that there are places in Oakland that hasn't been invaded. They haven't been right. tainted by right. the way society think things should be. Right, yeah. right. There's still places in Oakland that you can go and get the actual culture. Right, 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 I mean, right, like, right. You know, and, and I, I always think about it because I feel bad for like the way West Oakland is being transformed. Man. And I'm not from West Oakland. I got friends that's from there, yeah. but I all moved to West Oakland. I got robbed right. in West Oakland last year. Right. Dang, oh, shit. I was trying shit. to do a documentary about gentrification and somebody pulled up on us and robbed us. For right. The cameras for the cameras and shit. Wow. Which is wow. whatever. You know, right. time yeah. you got to Wow. Yeah, yeah. And I always tell myself I grew up boosting. Right. I've been paying that shit back in Carmel <laughs> for a long time. Man, you owe some motherfuckers. Yeah, so I don't, yeah. I don't trip. You know what I mean? Like it's that's the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If you ain't slipping. You don't have to. Yeah. Still here. You yeah. get that shit back. Yeah, that yeah. shit happens. All the shit. Yeah. You already know. I know how it go, and I I appreciate you know niggas hunger really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I know for somebody like that that would run up on me and and, and, and would be for seven. Is really looking at it like these niggas is over here gentrifying the city. Right, right. They got their fancy cameras out here, man. Go get them niggas. Right, right, right. That's easy. Yeah. You don't know me. Yeah. Here, bro. Yeah, you can have that shit. I, I definitely ain't finna die with this shit. Yeah, man. Hell no. Have that shit. You know what I mean? So. That's how it go. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I wasn't too much tripping. I'm glad I didn't get popped. You know what I mean? For sure. Because you know, that's... Nigga throw a gun in your face. That's, like, that's what could have happened anyway. Yeah. For, yeah. No reason, for no reason. You know what I'm saying? You know I mean? Like, And I was really doing good. Yeah. 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 I was speaking for them. You know what I mean? So... That's crazy. And, and really, to be honest with you, fortunately, it wasn't somebody else doing a film on gentrification because at the end of the day... They could have. They would have made a big deal out of it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. It would have been on Channel Two, and it'd be like, exactly. "See, yeah. you can't even." You know what I'm saying? No, and, even the people that's on their side can't even. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna still ride for niggas. Yeah, I know, I know hunger is, is 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 like a real situation. Yeah, you know, like actually waking up and knowing. You know, what I mean, even with music, like you know, imagine having 13 projects. 
Man. Nigga ain't listening. Man. You know what I mean? And you drop man. a video and it's like, like I said, 586 views. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Fuck, man. Man, I, I done did it. Cold shit. Like, I know it's cold. And man. it's like, you really rapping. You really create dope visuals. You're really pushing for other people. You're really showing up to the places you need to show up to. And it's like, it'd be a lot of little shit. Like, like four years ago, I was. Not really promised, but we had conversations about Hyrule Day. Right. This ain't even the shit on Hyrule Day. Right. But it's just it, it, an explanation on how when you ain't popping like they think you should be, right. you kind of get overlooked. You do. But I ain't never did Hyrule Day. Right. Nothing against how I fuck with that shit. Yeah, you know, yeah, fuck with yeah. Me and DJ Torrey is like, yeah. like, I fuck with him. He's yeah. my homie. You know, I fuck with Casual. I fuck with Dale. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I fuck with A+. Plus. Like, none of, them, none of them niggas is enemies of me. Yeah. Like, I fuck with that shit. I grew up on these niggas. Yeah. And my, some of my favorite songs are Hyrule songs. For so, sure. Like, yeah. It just be one of those things when it's like when you look at the numbers and you look at people and you look at the people that's moving in the city, it's like that's how you get overlooked when you ain't got the numbers. So I can see why a rapper show up, jewelry on, yeah, yeah, phone, yeah, yeah, showing yeah, up to the club, yeah, fucking with yeah, a bunch of bitches yeah, so they can get popular yeah. because that's the only way to get people who don't, if it's like not 100% tapped in, that's mm-hmm. how you get them to be like, hey man, ooh. Right. I fuck, I fuck with blood. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it'd be one of them things where it's like they might not actually fuck with you, but you in everybody's mouth. Mm-hmm. Because you're popular or you're controversial. Mm-hmm. So it's like, let me listen to this name. You know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. if they got a couple songs that I like, I attach myself to the one or two songs, fuck the rest of the two hundred songs. Yeah. Just the one or two that I like and yeah. boom, opportunities start happening. So yeah. for me it's like I just wanna keep making quality shit. I just wanna keep Attaching myself with people who doing quality shit, and that's like me, man. I, I'm I'm guilty of it too, and I find myself in the same situation because I've actually, you know, like I said, rap for a long. I was just looking at some shit with, uh, I posted on my story earlier with like Shady Nate and Eddie P and hitters on the payroll. Ten years ago, I, I'm going there by myself. I mean, not by myself with my niggas, yeah. but nobody that I was actually going to the studio with. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going there, meeting up with them with my camera. Like I, yeah. I'm I'm so ambitious. I'm like I'm a rap. I'm a film. Right. I'm gonna do all this shit. Right. <laughs> but I've been doing that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, for and real, I, real. but I look back at that shit and like, man, I'm proud of myself, man. Like yeah. nigga, stay down. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like I really stayed down. You know, like it ain't easy, man. People fall off. Yeah, like, like people, you name it. I didn't been in rooms with these. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Like I didn't. Like I said, I started trying to get serious like 2000. Four. Okay. Yeah. And it's what 2019 now. Yeah, like man, man, and everybody, and you know, it, it it trips me out, man, because when I, like, like, like even Empire, right? Street niggas that life is at risk can't just walk in there with, um, uh, mediocre numbers and say. Hey man, monetize just this for me. Yeah. Just this will make a difference in my life. Right. They still want you to be at. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's not like because in all actuality, when niggas go through Distro Kid or TuneCore or whatever they and they get a little check back and they see how it can work and they get money from YouTube back, they monetizing or they selling merch and they see how it works. Yeah. For the rappers that's living like that. Man, I take my hat off to him. You know what I'm saying? I always said that. You know what I'm saying? When I know dudes personally who ain't hustling. Yeah. 
Like, they selling music. Yeah. Like, this is it. You know what I mean? Like, they want to quit bad as a motherfucker. All of them then said, man, I'm finna, I'm done. And I seen, I your, I seen your post <laughs> earlier, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I was saying to myself when I read that, like, this is the, this is the definition of staying down. Yeah. You got to fucking stay down, yeah, man. Nah, I didn't quit 11 times. The coach, the, and you do too much to quit. Yeah, like you do everything, like you can forever be cool. Yeah. You can be that's what that's how I feel about the podcast. Yeah, like I can drop that. a song when I want. I ain't no watch the old nigga. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm harder than all these. Man, even if you is an old nigga, man, it's rap. You got no, to think. Rap no. was born when we was born. I'm talking about what I said prior to okay. saying yeah. old nigga. Oh washed. Yeah. Old nigga. E 40, 50. Right. Yeah, I mean, ain't, no, ain't nothing rap. about him watched. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Man, rap was born when we was born. So right. it can't be. That's what I said. You know like, because you got old country artists, whenever that genre is born, and that person is of age, yeah. how could he be an old anything? They don't even do that shit they in no other shit, genre no other music. music. No, other, yeah. no other genre of music do, like, man, you too old to do that. Look, you know people why, get... You know because Garth Brooks ain't going to Harvard on Sundays yeah. after yeah. he get done yeah. doing yeah. The yeah. Oracle. That's a fact. But he ain't going. He's going to. Well, you're right. He ain't. He ain't whoring himself out. He ain't even yeah. doing. He ain't even doing nah, the old. Uh, nah, fucking, they, hey, they dance. Prince. Yeah. Prince wasn't doing it either. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. When you you're really, right. when you really own and you really doing your situation, and the difference is not. The difference ain't country music business versus hip hop music business. The difference is country music consumers. Versus hip hop music consumers. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It ain't right. us. Exactly. It ain't the creatives. It's the, it's the people who support the creatives. Yeah. It's all this cloud chasing. It's the people who look at a situation and go, if I like this, I'm in the majority. And I don't want to just go out saying earlier about your cousin. It's like, you kind of got to fuck with your cousin to a degree, even though you don't, because you think your cousin suck. Your cousin can suck. If your cousin suck, everybody else got to be. Own or you can't publicly fuck with them. Right. They got to be on the radio, right. which right. is why Bay Area people, we only fuck with what make it to the radio. And that's whack. That top forty yeah, shit. That's bullgazy, man. Yeah. Like that shit is in the system. And then the shit that they add, I heard hell long ago. Like yeah. music moved too fast now for y'all to be moving that slow. Yeah. But you know, I they're all, not moving slow. They just they dealing with who paying. They dealing right, with right. who popular. Right. They dealing with because at the end of the day. If I'm selling just for me, Herm, I want to put it where all black people listen to the music. Yeah. So I'm going to KML. I'm going, you got 900,000 listeners at any given moment throughout the day. I want that million people listening to my commercial for just for me, Herm. Right, right. How much it costs? Right. And then KML or Clear Channel or iHeartRadio or whoever fuck is charging just for me, hair care products to put that commercial on KML. Right. KML got to get all of us to listen to that shit. Mm-hmm. So they gonna put Brookfield Deuce, who don't nobody the fuck know. Yeah. Or they gonna put Drake. Right. On the radio. Right. If I was running the business, I put Drake on the radio too. Right. Right. Unless yeah. you, unless you giving me a dollar. Unless no, you go, I agree with you hundred percent. But yeah. at the same time, though, it gotta be a platform for. That's the only problem. Yeah, they got they I mean? minimized the platform. Like at one time, yeah, you had a, you had enough time. mix shows. Yeah, mix shows is where you always had to freelance 
to do what you wanted to do. It ain't no mix shows yeah, no more. In other cities, like New York is it's, predominantly mix shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like LA is predominantly yeah. mix shows. Yeah. You know, Atlanta is predominantly mix shows. So it's like the DJ is still. And it is mix shows. It is mix shows, but they are at like 12 midnight. Midnight, yeah. So it's like the DJ was the first. Mm-hmm. In the in, in you know in the hand of hip hop, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. you got your DJ, graffiti, mm-hmm. break dancer, mm-hmm. you know MC, mm-hmm. producer, you know all of that stuff was like the whole fist of right. hip hop. Right. DJ was first with Cool Herc and you know all of that back in the day in the Bronx. So right. It's like the rapper didn't come to later. It was like all right, well we need somebody to keep these things hyped up mm-hmm. in between the beat breaks. He can say a few words here and there. Mm-hmm. So rappers got invented. You know what I mean? Right. So, at the end, I always tell people like for me. I get it, which is how a song like Dre Grant could be created, because if you would th- break down the actual definition... We're really supposed to be saying hip-hop. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we're supposed really, to start off all our mean? songs. Like, really, if you think about hip-hop, it's like I'm hopping my hips, I'm dancing. That's why I don't hip-hop really... Hip-hop is really dancing. That's why I don't really, that's why I don't really yeah. like when they compare the old to the new, because you can't do that. The talent level changes. Motherfuckers can do all kind of shit. Yeah. I'm not mad at them for being able to harmonize. The only thing I'm mad at is what I grew up off of was... Don't bite. Yeah, yeah. They won't stop biting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you yeah, just can't really. take people's shit. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. it ain't cool. Like I tell niggas all the time, man. A nigga like Soldier Boy, a nigga like the nigga who did uh Silento, the nigga who did Whipping Nay Nay. Oh, yeah. Nay yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, them niggas is true hip hop. Yeah, real deal. Them niggas is the true definition of hip hop. Mm-hmm. He doing the Superman on that hoe. Like, yeah, yeah. That's true hip hop. That's, that's like, true hip hop. That's like the, how the shit was created to like dance mm-hmm. and, and relieve stress from the from the problems that's going on in your poverty stricken yeah. world. Yeah, is hip hop music. You know, what well, I mean? nobody fucking in the club standing around with no bottle looking. Man, Ha Ha Davis did a funny-ass thing, man, when he was talking about a nigga in the club, like, man, I'll knock any one of these niggas out. Got a bottle in his head, and you in the VIP. Yeah. <laughs> talking about, man, I wish a nigga would. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that is so true, because I'd be man. like, I, every time I see somebody like that, why, why is you so angry, bro? Yeah. Like, what is what the, the problem? You Do you yeah. like women? You need like, it's yeah, a right, bunch yeah. of them in here. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? What yeah. what are we doing, man? Like, you know, came to fight. Man, like... I always, I always tell people that type of shit, and I always say, like, for a nigga like me, I'm not really hip-hop. Yeah. I'm something else. You know what I mean? We really haven't figured out a definition for the shit, but it's just, I, I just consider myself street conscious. I report what's going on in America. I report what's going on in the hood, and, you know, I hope that the stuff that I'm saying help us become better as black people in America. And some days, I go to the club and dance like the rest of these niggas, mm-hmm. but for the most part... You know, I, I make weekday music. I don't make weekend music. Would you say it's called more under poetry than, like, you know what yeah. I mean? If it's not hip-hop. Well, like I said, still the, the definition for me for hip-hop is yeah. a nigga that's dancing. Yeah, yeah, right. It's Young MC. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I got a, I got, I got <laughs> a song. A move, I got a song where I say, uh, uh, the only Donald we acknowledge is Glover. When I was young, I used the four for them covers. The only way to tell them Dre's was Ed Lover. Oh yeah. Uh, Whoa. Couldn't tell me nothing when Snoop did be cover was a young MC, but then it wasn't cool. And then talking about how Reagan had us not fucking with like dope, but we was really trying to bust moves in the street. You know yeah, what I mean? And yeah. 
and like saying that Young MC was like the nigga, mm-hmm. but it wasn't cool to be like this dancing ass nigga because mm-hmm. he was trying to be right. a gangster rap. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Young MC Shit, was hip hop. Even MC Hammer. Yeah. yeah. Young MC was hip hop. Yeah. MC Hammer was hip hop. Snoop and them niggas. That was something else. Yeah, yeah, that was something <laughs> else. That wasn't hip hop. That was, right. that was right. something else. They right. made it clear that that shit wasn't hip hop. That was something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for me, it's like, you can call me a hip hop artist, cool. You can call me a rapper, cool, whatever, but I don't think I'm either one of that. I, right. I'm just, I'm an artist. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the stuff that I make is art. Yeah. And it's for, it's, it's for us to take and consume and, and live with and tell to somebody else and get better. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think that especially now with Trump, today's music is like, especially for artists that make music like me, is like, this is like our Harlem Renaissance. This is the time for us to like, explain like the stuff that when, that we look back on hip hop in 30 years and they go, man, what was rap like then? Right. They're going to push Kendrick in front of you. Right. You know, they're going to push Cole in front of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're going to be like, so what was really going on? You know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be, these situations that get pushed up, it's gonna be like, okay, well, it was these niggas. Yeah. You know, same way we talk about jazz. It's like, yeah. you know, you got your cold trains. Right. But then listen to this Louis Armstrong over here. Right, right, you know right. I mean? That's right. two totally different sounds. To- totally you different. Trumpet, you got your sax, and it's like, it's some different shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But if you would have talked about the commercialized part of it, you'd probably be on Louis Armstrong. Like, yeah. Yeah. When you trip. Yeah. On the other side, like, man, but this cold train shit was cold, though. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, this. yeah. You ain't, you know what I mean? Or like Bill Evans being a white dude doing mm-hmm. jazz. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you got to listen to Bill Evans. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, those things are the same things that's going to happen with rap in 30 years, in 20 years. And you look back and you be like, you got your Nazis. Mm-hmm. And then you got your little pumps. Mm-hmm. And they both going to be up there in the conversation. Right. You ain't, you know, when we get old and crippled, and the kids is dancing some new shit, and they get to playing the, the the little pump hit. Yeah, we gonna be like, I remember that. Shit. Yeah, I remember that shit. Yeah. We gonna dance to that shit. Yeah, we, we yeah. remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that shit. shit gonna bring back yeah. memories. Same yeah. way, same way we listening to ain't nothing but a G thing. Right. And then when yeah. Young MC come on, yeah, when the yeah. Lights come on. You're Absolutely. like, yeah, fuck that shit too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just. <laughs> and, and, and that's why, like on my like on my bio, I've been telling niggas this last like three, three four months, like I'm Nas looking for Uchiwali, mm. uh-huh. because Nas was really just this. And I always tell people now, like today, Nas would be a local nigga, you wouldn't even know. That's why they always say like you wouldn't even know who he is right now. That's yeah. that's why they always ask be a local about, nigga, bro. about yeah, them. Make it. <laughs> and he had a couple of times where like you know I don't know who was helping Nas, but like the directions of his albums conceptually was cool, but they would always miss. Somewhere in the middle. You know what I'm saying? And that's why they wouldn't get rave reviews. That was always the truth. He needed Uchiwali. He needed Uchiwali. He needed You Got Me. Mm-hmm. And then the crazy part is, once he did that, people was like, these albums is trash. Mm-hmm. When he was trying to give you what y'all was asking for, which is the crazy part. I tripped off that when I went to the Nas and Mary concert. He did Uchiwali, they went crazy. He did fucking... Uh, you Owe Me. You Owe Me. They probably went crazy too. They went fucking yeah. nuts. But he can't do Undying Love. Nah. It was written. Nah. He can't do that. He can't, he, tell, he can't, he tell can't do Rewind. <laughs> yeah. And Rewind is probably top, top five greatest hip hop song Come ever on, written. Bro. I don't know who going I don't know. I don't even know what song to put in that category. I'm just Man. being honest. I don't even know what song we can just say. Rewind a song in backwards. Come on, man. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? So, um, 
So, uh, let me ask you this. How did you, uh, like, you you a tad bit older than Dane, yeah. so how did y'all actually start uh, fucking with it with the music like that? I mean, I've been rapping for this long, and I was, like, the first in my family with a car. Mm-hmm. First, you know, with a job with my auntie, which is, like, my mom and Damien's mom are sisters. Okay. And actually, they all cousins. Yeah, all okay. Okay. We grew up in the same house, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh... My granny house in Brookfield, two bedrooms with ten cousins. You know, yeah, yeah. making real shit. That's how I know. Making that's pounds. how man. Yeah, that's how <laughs> we know. all grew up. Yeah. You know what I mean? For real, absolutely. That's how we all got there, man. Yeah, making pallets. You know, and uh, putting the covers down, and you know, stealing change from the couch and going to have a picnic. You know. Just shit like that. And, um, yeah, we, I would be rapping and, you know, like we just kind of rubbed off on him. As he got older, he started getting into it too. Right. The rest of my cousins started getting into it. So we all just kind of ended up loving music and loving rap, you know? And, um, it was just one of those things where he kind of fell into it a little bit after I was into it, you know? Yeah. It worked out though. That's, yeah, that's, that's definitely so he was thing. in it. He was in it. High school and college. It wasn't like, Oh, man, so you actually heard him? You heard him rap? You you heard him rap? Yeah, a long time ago. Okay. He, he's at Oklahoma High. Him and him and uh, his teammates, uh, Drake Green, uh, who's now at Adidas, and uh, PJ Taylor. PJ. Yeah. Shout out PJ. They uh, they they would all rap together. Don Drill Campbell. You know, okay. they all played for the team when they played against uh, uh Powell at, at Mac. Okay. You know, so they all was on the same team. Okay. So they, the song that they came out to was the song they wrote. What? On the basketball court. You know how you play the songs when they warm it up? Oh, that's, that's fucking me up. <laughs> you know when they warm up? Yeah. They that's fucking me up. Damn. Wow. They, they made the song that they was coming out to and warming up doing the layup lines with. That's wow. crazy. So he's been doing music. They've been doing freestyles over beats. And... Now, if if I'm correct, if I really know my hip-hop, the assistant coach fucked around with, like, the Federation or one of them was the Asian dude. Didn't yeah, he, like, yeah. do music or yeah, something? Yeah, he, he make beats. Yeah. Ah, see, yeah. I'm a cold nigga, man. Yeah. I know some. I know some shit. Yeah, he fucked with uh, he fucked with Murders. He fucked with uh, with the front line. Yeah, front line. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't. I was mixing up the groups. I'm like, it's one of the. I knew it wasn't the team, but I'm like, it was. A, yeah. Okay, okay, front yeah. line. Damn, I be forgetting That's about front line. Yeah, coach, coach Will Lou. Yeah, damn, yeah. man. Yeah, he still make beats. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and so when and so when did you get you got in the lab with him early? With Dane? With Dane, yeah. Uh, yeah, his first album, I was there. Okay. Yeah, every album, I'm always there. Uh, this is the first album where he didn't use the rest of the room to influence what he wanted to make. Like, okay. we did the first two albums, and it was like Studio Factory. Okay. Bunch of writers, bunch of producers, you know, a bunch of R&B singers, bunch of regular people that was just there because it was the vibe. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was like, hey, you should do a song like this. You should do a song like this. You know, I think both of us used that same formula for our last albums. Yeah. For his album, Big Dollar, he didn't include a lot of people. It was just like, Danny from Sabrani, hey, get on this song. Yeah. You know, me and Deuce, we're going to do this song. Yeah. This song go on my album. Yeah. You know what I mean? And everybody else was just like, I'm doing these records and they can use some features. So I'll start sending the features out. And yeah. And they can start jumping in. 
I like that. Part. I like that. One he did the shit. album himself. You know what I mean? It's it's to me. He should keep it like that because yeah, exactly. that, that that shit sound good. Yeah, he, he learned how to do it on his own, and now he don't need a bunch of niggas in the room telling him what he should do. Mm-hmm. He can do it on his own now. Mm-hmm. And I think this, you know, the same thing happened with me when I did Orphans. I have been spending a lot of time listening to everybody tell me right how to do some shit, or you should do a song like this with radio, or you got to do a bass song, or you got to do yeah, a song like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look up, and it's like a little bit of everything, which ain't bad because that's really my style. So yeah. It's a little bit of everything, but... I had never put together a focused project where it was like, this is my topic, I'm sticking to it, I'm not jumping off my topic, I'll give you different aspects of sound in this topic, but I'm not deviating, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And this was like the first album where I just stayed the course the whole time. Mm-hmm. I feel like Orphans is my best work because it was like focused. And I, I, mean? I tripped off that when I was going through it too. I was like, damn, this shit is straight overlooked. Yeah. Like, niggas is asleep. And I don't... I always tell people it just need exposure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you do, because like me, people would be like, that really love my shit, love my shit, like they would be like, you know, that shit classic, I like the old shit, come on, give it to me. Yeah. And, and then, do you like, because I don't like revisiting shit. No, I'm I'm really like a, like the same way like with the fresco line. Yeah. I'm really like an artist like that. Like, yeah. Like a, like the Sistine Chapel is a fresco. Yeah, um, yeah. For an example of what that kind of painting is. Yeah. Um, like a big mural, you put the whole picture on the wall, you create it, it's good, and you leave it. Like the, whoever is doing murals. Yeah. And graffiti on the wall, like they're not going back and revisiting. They 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 mural. Yeah. They trying to find another white. Board. Another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta find another white. Train. I can't do it, man. I just like <laughs> I need, I need to do some train. other shit. Yeah. yeah. I need another white train so I can spray paint. Remote all over that shit. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? <laughs> Get my feet treat on. I need a white train, man. So I just keep looking yeah. for white train. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like I, I'll, I'll create it while I'm creating it. Like if it's not out, if I had to put it out in the world, yeah, it's in my phone. I'm listening to that shit all the time, right? Because I'm right. still making it, right? I'm still going. What can I do to make it better? What can I do to make it better? Right. This ain't good enough. Right. I, I'm, I ain't gonna be shit. Right. I just quit rap. Right. I'm going through all right. these different things in my head with these songs in my phone. And then once I put it out, I'm like, I don't have control over it no more. Go make something else. Go make something else. That's how I feel. Yeah. That's so how I'm, I feel. So like, for, did for you while, did you did you have that feeling with the Drake Ranch song video, or did you know did you know what it was gonna do, or did you feel like this I, can get slept on? I thought that you know it's gonna get a certain amount of notoriety just because of the hood. Yeah, I think that, they feel niggas from the hood feel put on. When oh, you put sure. them in that light, sure. you know yeah, what I yeah. mean. Everybody in the hood is like, man, you you did you did some shit that was like you and Dan just did some crazy shit. Right, like, that's never know. going away. Never, yeah, it's gonna always be there. Forever. Yeah, yeah. Forever we we like cemented in. Right, forever. right, right. Yeah. Legends. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. We good forever. So like that part is cool, but like the putting it out, I knew when we did it, when I got the first edit back from Sutton. The first 15 seconds of the video, I turned it off because I like, you ready to start crying. Yeah, okay. That's the, yeah. Yeah, I feel you. And I feel you. The last time I felt like that was when I did Screw Up. Okay. And I made it all the way through Screw Up without getting emotional. This was like the first time I like had to like really stop. Yeah. You know, I'm with my yeah. girl and we like in her, at her job and like I had to like take a, take a second. Yeah, like, yeah. To, you know, like I was, yeah. Yeah. Thug, yeah, yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Hold on, man. Take a deep breath, but it's I mean? one of them things. Yeah. Like it's it's so beautiful. 
You know, it's so beautiful and it's with Drake Grant telling the story and it's like we are family, you know, and families have problems. Yeah. Real problems. Yeah. Like shit, motherfuckers go through shit. People ain't all together all the time, but it's still us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what I felt. Like I felt like, you know, when you look at something, you always cause now that you tell me your inspiration and I was seeing those um other videos yeah. in that video, I'm thinking, uh, I want to be a part of this. Like, this is something I would want to be a part yeah. of. That's like when you're looking at Check the Rhyme. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Are you looking at, you like, damn, these niggas is, this is culture. Like, yeah, this is exactly. it. And I think this solidified Dame also. Yeah. Like, to be honest with you, and this is where I'm taking it to, this made him the greatest rapper, ball player of all time. It's close. It's still a debate. With who? With Shaq. Okay. Now, everybody... This how I know. See you, my nigga. <laughs> Cause everybody that I had this, ha, everybody that I had this conversation with, right? They wanted to diss Shaq, right? But I, ha, I still have Shaq at my number two, right? Cause skill wise, he can't fuck with Dame. Skill wise, Damien is better than Shaq. But this is the yeah. thing: Shaq had, he was literally taken serious, like with the Foosh niggas. Yeah. The Foosh niggas was not like a joke. Like this was a group. Like they that this was a status was a thing, right? And he hung with them niggas. They was rap rapping, right? Yeah. He had the song with Biggie. Yeah. Right? He which is, which is probably top ten, one of my favorite songs. And he had uh two platinum albums? One platinum album, one gold album. One platinum, one gold. Yeah. And um Shaq is a great freestyler. You know what I'm saying? Shaq had some awesome videos. Shaq had a video and a song with uh Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. This is what I was about to say. So, this is why it's still a debate. Skill-wise, Damien is better than Shaq. Mm. Image-wise and putting himself in, like, the limelight of NBA culture and being a household name, it was a debate, and now it's not a debate because he's ready to do Space Jam 2 with LeBron. Okay. When Space Jam 2 come out, he won't be able to be put it into the room of, well, he ain't got no movies and Shaq had movies. Right, right. He'll be able to have a movie and his role in Space Jam is prominent. So it's like, he gonna be on TV. Yeah. The kids are gonna have him the same way KD got Thunderstruck. Yeah, yeah. He gonna have, yeah. his, he gonna have, a, kids gonna be at home with the DVD and yeah. it's gonna be Dan. Yeah. Ryan and Dan and whoever else is in the movie. So, that part is eliminated now. Mm-hmm. And, his ability to do that while being a top 10 NBA player the same way Shaq was is is there so that's part not a debate the part, okay the part that makes it still a debate outside of all of the attributes that damien is better than shaq on is that shaq was able to sign peter guns to twism and break him and peter guns had an actual hit that didn't need shaq to stand with him yeah. to create yeah so until myself or danny from sabrina get to a point where we put a record out that can stand without any publications going hey i fuck with you can you get Dame to come Hey, yeah, I fuck with you. Can can Dame shoot us something? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. Once the music for me or Danny can stand on his own, based on Damien presenting the platform for us. Yeah, yeah. That's when front page music being ran by Damien can be better than the situation with Shaq and Twism. Yeah. But everything else, Damien is Damien's better than Shaq on. Yeah. That's just the one. That's just that's like the last the last piece of the puzzle. Is, yeah. Being able to break another artist. Yeah. And if we get to the part of breaking another artist like myself or Danny from Sabrina, then 
nobody can say he's not better than Shaq on all fronts. Yeah. But right now, it's still a debate because he was able to, to do more as a label owner so far than Damian has. Well, well so, and so, I, coming up. I got, I, I still, I still, I'm going to stand firm on mine. I say Dame, I say Shaq, and then I was, I said I was, ain't no tie right now, so I said it's a debate. I was puzzled after that. I went with Cedric. As, I went with Cedric Sabalos. As far as rap, hooping you know, rappers, I mean, <laughs> basketball rappers. Basketball rappers, you, like you niggas know, that put out material. Where I would go is uh, Wayman Tinsdale. With the guitar and yeah, shit. Yeah, the jazz. Yeah, the jazz. That's where I was but he was, he was actually like a no, factor. No, he was like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was big with jazz. Yeah. He's still big now. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, so yeah. The yeah. only reason why you could say Shaq, though, is because Shaq was in his time. Yeah. But that shit. Yeah. I like Shaq. I love Shaq. Don't get me wrong. You don't rap better than Dane. Yeah. No, at yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah. His skill isn't better than Dane's. Yeah. He just was a factor yeah. when yeah. he was moving. And it wasn't like Shaquille It was like Shaquille O'Neal's rapping. Right. Exactly. It yeah. wasn't like yeah. Damien and then separated Damien Lillard, basketball player, and then Dane Dollar, something else. Dane, yeah. man, Dane is in the class of his own yeah. bars, hooping and rapping. Yeah, separated. NBA I, yeah, player, that, yeah, rapping. I mean, yeah. Not yeah. Kind of, and then, 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 Shumper. Yeah, 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 but I, I can't put him I can't none of his music ain't stuck, ain't the shit album. resonated. No, nah, he can albums. he can rap, but I no. can't put him in these cat in this Only I can't put him top five. There's no albums. Out of yeah. out of out of um I don't know. I NBA can't rappers. I can't even put him over Kobe. Damn. I think he skill wise was better than Kobe, but what have he what has he done? He ain't done shit, but I'm saying far as like He dropped a couple songs that I like. He dropped some yeah, cool songs, yeah. but I'm saying it it's Kobe yeah. dropped a project. And then he had, and then man, well, 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 Shump had the mixtape. It was Nick's tape and the fish tape. Yeah, see, yeah, I, he had, yeah, he, he, fuck, he fucking cool. up with that title. Yeah, yeah, he had that. <laughs> I like, I like Shump raps though. In his, no, he had like a cold, cold. but funk flesh or fra- sway freestyle. He had a cold freestyle. Yeah. Somebody he killed that shit. Yeah. But, but um, I gotta go Cedric Sabalas third because that nigga put out some shit too. But just because they put him out, don't he was he, Cedric Sabalas was successful. He might have been gold. Y'all remember the song Float on the video? The LA, the beach? Yeah, yeah, I always say, like, even then, like, for Shaq, too, like, us doing 800,000 right now is the equivalent of us doing maybe 10 million. Back then. Back yeah, then. absolutely. Because, you know, that's how it was back then. You yeah. Know I mean? And you went to go to the store and you bought records without even hearing a sample of it. Yeah. You went and spent your 10 exactly. because you fucked with the person. And now it's like, I fuck with the person, but you gotta do so much other shit to get people to, like, you know, support you and give you a level or give you an ear or whatever. So it's like today's industry is as such. That's why I said it's even. It's like right now it's tied. And the more he keeps working and if we can get more accolades, if we can go gold, we can get a, a platinum record yeah. or a gold record, just a single, you know what I mean? Not yeah. a whole album, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? But if we can get one record to do something crazy, yeah. you know, I think that record is Moneyball. Yeah. I think that that's gonna be the record. Okay. That really like. I like Moneyball. Yeah, I think we're getting a plaque off that. I lo- I love Moneyball. I think I think that I think that record is gonna get Big Dollar a plaque, and I'm gonna have a plaque in my house <laughs> because of Moneyball, and because of you know track meet 
or you know the song with Mozzie, Nigel Clay. I like that shit it's too. A bunch of records on there. And I, I really feel like this record was the record that was like, all right, we going for that shit. Yeah, and this I mean? this to me this solidified it, man. This, this to me this one right here it just made it it just made it so beautiful, bro. Like I can't. I can't tell you how it gave me the feeling, like, just nostalgically. Like I said, I, I looked at that shit, and I was like, this video, like, this shit was well thought out. This is best album. Like, yeah. this shit was hard. Yeah. So, but 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 on, on your side, and, like... And, uh, and, and Dre Grant is video of the year, no matter I, no matter what video, no matter what level of Dre Grant. When I seen, so like, hard. the first I seen was, the first person I, I just told somebody this, too. The first person I seen post that was uh, Draymond Green. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. dang, Dollar posted video. All this, I mean, not the video, but no, the video went out to you. He posted. Then I seen another basketball player post. I forgot who it was. I seen somebody else post it. I'm like, damn, yeah, man. LeBron dang. posted it. Yeah, LeBron, Delia, yeah, LeBron yeah. posted it. That's yeah. what really got it started for me is he, he sent LeBron the album, and LeBron was listening to the album, and he decided to put the song that me and Damien did on his live. So people was hitting me one morning like, bro. You see what's going on? Huh. And I got like a hundred text messages and it's like, congratulations, bro, you deserve it. And I'm like, what Damn. in the fuck are y'all talking about? <laughs> I'm taking my That's, kids to school. You know, I didn't even know. Man, yeah. And then my manager hit me. He was like, bro, congratulations, bro. And I was like, what are you talking about? Everybody keep telling me this shit. And he was like, bro, you should check your Instagram. And I was like, all right, well, let me go look. I get on Instagram and it's fucking LeBron. Damn. Like saying my hook, you know. What Damn. I mean? <laughs> in the, in the car on his way to go working out. And wow. Playing the record. Yeah. yeah. It ain't like you know he's on his Instagram story. Yeah. You know how you got 15 seconds, 15 seconds, it's all the yeah. little dots. Yeah. But he went through my whole verse. He went through the whole. Wow. Hook. He went through Damien whole verse, and like by the time he got to the last hook, he's like repeating the hook. So I'm like, fuck, man, this nigga's really rapping my shit. You know yeah. what I mean? And. People were just hitting me after that, and it's just been like a wave since LeBron. And then Damn. KD was like, "I don't care yeah, what, KD, yeah. I don't care what song you do, a video to, but the first one better be Dre Grant." Oh, huh. and that's how we ended up rushing Dre Grant. Like, yeah, we like planned it, got all the stuff together for it in like one week. We just did it really like six days. Hey, that's dope too. I don't, I don't mean to get off whole totally off stuff, but that's dope too. The way, like the. NBA, but I was talking to Houston the other day, yeah. and he was like, "Man, they, everybody fucked with each other." We was talking about the Dame and Westbrook yeah. relationship. They cool, they cool as yeah, shit. You know cool. what I mean? Yeah. Houston was like, "Man, me and this pops hella cool." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And all this shit. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That shit was, and you know, you would think yeah. like these niggas don't get from that shot yeah. Yeah, <laughs> or no, from no. that whole series. I mean. Everybody won. They all, they all make a million. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Everybody no won. Doubt. You know, no in, in the end, everybody won. I mean, no doubt. I had my album release party in L.A., and PG and Russ was there. Wow. You know, yeah, yeah. They just fell in on, on some fluke shit. Well, damn, yeah. that was love. Yeah, that was love. Yeah, no that was doubt. love. That's what I'm talking about. Um, so what you got What you got coming next? What's, what's next with Brookfield Deuce? I got a record that I, I think is – a record that will piggyback Dre Grant. And I think that it's catered to West Coast in the Bay in Oakland. Okay. And for the first time I'm stepping out to do something like that. Okay. And it's for the most part done. It's like 75% done. Uh, I would like to put a feature on there. I got a couple in my head that I won't say right now. And uh, I am... Simultaneously working on 
a remix for it with like all Oakland names that's up and coming that's hungry that's okay. what I fuck up and, um, that's gonna be dope. That's what I'll be looking for. Yeah, that's what I'm just trying to get a bunch of niggas on the shit. Yeah. Really make it like how I got five on had ten niggas on the yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like capitalize off the success of the one record and then give everybody a chance to touch the record. Right. You know what I mean? And and be a part of the, the juice from the record. And, okay. Yeah. And you know, continue like you were saying with my A and R shit. Yeah, and that's to the yeah. Point of giving back and in video and directing in videos, yeah. bro. Because so, you, you got that, yeah. y'all. So, as the team, uh, keep that team too, because that that shit worked out. Perfect, man. Yeah, it was the first video that I did in a long time where every shot that we wanted, we got every location we wanted to hit, we got everything was time scheduled. So it was like from 12 noon to 2, we're going to be here. And we was there, people showed up. From 2.30, from 2 to 2.30, we're going to take a break. And that break happened. 2.30, the break was over, and we got to the new location at 2.30. We set up for 30 minutes. From 3 to 6, we was here. And I was posted on my Instagram, and people was hitting me like, "What time you gonna be here?" And yeah. It was showing up at yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah. And I was saying, yeah. "Show up." So yeah. Like, we we did it. No security. The bill. No security. No permits. You know what I mean? Like, we just kind of made it happen. What is that? Um. They want to come in. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so after um. After you get back into it and you help them other artists, you just go. Are you gonna do a label thing? I mean, I'm still front page, and uh, and I always look for like distribution. I talked to a few labels um, so far. Um, right now, I am sitting on a situation with uh, Equity Distribution. Okay. It's a uh, Jay Z's little company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They uh, they sent me some. They sent me a situation. So I've been like mulling that over. Okay. Over the last like month and a half. Okay. Um, debating if this new single that I'm uh, sitting on is I'm, I'm going to deal with them on it, or if I'm going to uh, just deal with myself on like a tune for a thing. Okay. Or like uh, I put out my album America's Orphans with Soul Spasm. Okay. And uh, like, or just staying with them and doing it with them. I'm still like on the fence on all of it. Okay. I haven't figured it out yet. I want to make sure I get the record done. And then before I put the record out, I want to try to get a video shot for it. And like you sitting on all of it, you know, and that way when it's time to move, like boom, 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 and everything can just happen the way it needs to without having to wait. Yeah. And hold up on whatever logistical shit okay. needs to happen. But for the most part, yeah, man, just trying to stay busy and just keep working. I know me and an uh, artist in Richmond named Mighty Draper. Okay. Me and him working on a project called Eshore with uh, DJ D Sharp. DJ yeah, 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 yeah. DJ D-Sharp is making all the beats. And then me and Mighty Draper are going back and forth. But it's going to be called E-Shore. So we're working on that right now. Okay. And, uh, and I just released um, like an EP as a bonus to Orphans with uh, DJ Basta. Okay. And uh, like I said, it's my first vinyl. So if you're really yeah, 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 yeah. That's dope. Yeah. yeah. Well, other than that, just like I said, staying busy, man. Well, man, look, man, it's been a pleasure having you, man. Hopefully, we can get you to come back through, man. One day, we'll get uh, Dame Dollar to come through, telling we won't smoke no weed, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, man, good. so, man, we look forward to having more projects. We're going to run these numbers up, though, for this one, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure, man. man. Great grand season. Yeah. Been, it's just been hella good, man. It's been hella, hella positive responses, and people hitting me up with, with you, know, like, you know, good words, you know, and... You know, I don't even think that it's hit everybody that 
my hand is in the directing of the video. Yeah. So into how you get the video is. Oh, yeah. Trip. Yeah. Like, yeah. Man, who directed this shit? You right. Know I mean? Right. And right. You know, a lot of people look at Damon and go, "If I'm an artist and I look at a video that I think is dope, they might look at the Dame video and go." Whoever did that shit is out of my budget. Right, right, right. right. I didn't think about who did that shit. So right. I ain't really got no phone calls about like, hey, bro. Can you do my shit? Can you do my yeah, shit? Yeah, I ain't yeah. really got no phone calls. Yeah, yeah. You're going to get phone calls yeah, after yeah, this no, interview because yeah, I'm a yeah. damn show going to put it out yeah, there. Man, man call my nigga, man. Get them show. videos done, man. But um, definitely got the vision for this. You got anything else, Clee? Nah, man. Like, uh, I, I love the video. Yeah. I love your work. You know what I mean? Man. Can't wait for the rest of the shit. Yeah. Yeah, keep flowing. Yeah, nah, keep I mean, it flowing, man. Yeah, yeah. Especially that one you talking about. The remix gonna be all open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pro open, so yeah. you know. As soon as, as soon as we turn the cameras, I'm gonna let you hear. It. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, I just I'm sitting on a lot of music, man. I, I probably got like two albums worth of music. When I say two albums, it's like I usually do like like for Orphans, I did 45 records. I know it down to 15. Okay. And um, I think right now I have like 25 records that I like for this next project done, and I'm nowhere even, I'm nowhere near actually locking in. Like I haven't actually sat down. I usually get in with like one producer and knock a bunch of shit out. Get in with another producer and knock a bunch of shit out. Um, the last album I did with a uh, like from Pac Did. Okay. He, yeah. He made yeah. all the beats. Yeah. Okay. And um, you know, like he like Grammy nominated. Yeah. 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 You know, so like. I usually just do that. I usually lock in with like one guy, and then I turn around, get another couple guys, and then I start fishing for beats, and then okay. I do what I can, and then I make the best album out of it okay. as possible. But um, besides those twenty-five, I got like another ten or fifteen that sound like Drake Grant. Okay, that I'm sitting on. So yeah. I got like two albums worth of shit. Yeah, yeah. It's just trying to find the right scenario. You know, like I said, I'm living that double situation where it's like. Eight hundred thousand Drake Grant. Yeah. Five hundred. Nah, man. This shit is gonna happen. Five hundred. Yeah, for sure, man. That shit, that shit coming, man. Let's go mellow. Let's go even out. You know what I mean? It's gonna definitely happen. Um, yeah. Um, please shout out your uh uh um social medias. Man, you know I'm Hag, H A G underscore Universe on Instagram, Clee Waters on Facebook, and I'm uh Clee and Street, but everybody. <laughs> what about you, Deuce? Uh, it's Brookfield Deuce on all platforms. All platforms. platforms. Yeah, B-R-O-O-K-F-I-E-L-D. And then the second D, D-E-C-E. Most people spell it Deuce. D-E-U. D-E-U. D-U-E. 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 Yeah, yeah. When I was young, I was hella boosie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I used to say D-U-E like I'm due for some cash. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, um. I'm Laura Rab on all platforms. We are No Vultures on Instagram. And uh, this interview will be up soon. Um, We're going to uh, hear more from Brookfield Deuce, man. We out, man. One. Peace. Peace.